Hello, I am Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Brian Williams got in trouble this week for lying. What's the big deal? Rob does it all the time. You think he actually knows Frank from Metal Injection? Come on, here's the show. Oh, Rob. Frank should really... Someone should fire that Rob guy from Metal Injection. Yeah. Apparently he doesn't even work in Metal Injection. He doesn't never even met the guy who runs the site. Every week, Bland tries to expose <laughs> me, that jerk. Listen, you do a good enough job exposing yourself. Yeah, yeah. I can see your butt crack right uh, now. <laughs> oh, I didn't even mean that. <laughs> really? Is that true? Probably. No. Turn around. Well, he is hiding it um, underneath his coat a little And all bit. that hair. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really You can see like the shadows Of the butt crack You can't actually see the crack When was the last time You cleaned your butt crack? <laughs> uh, earlier today when I showered? Oh. What do you mean? You, Just you, wondering You pay special attention to the crack? I give my entire body Equal amounts of attention by, by the, <laughs> That's early episode title contender <laughs> Special attention to the crack And I absolutely give special attention To the crack Like when I'm showering <laughs> After a poop you, you shower directly after a poop? Do you have Absolutely. like a, a, a small towel that you keep in the shower just specifically for that area? Or do you no. use a bar of soap, yeah, his name is a loofah? Well, I have a loofah, but I don't. I, I will like loofah up my butt cheeks and then use my hand to really oh, for the inside? get you in put there. Put the loofah up your butt cheeks? No. On top of... I caress my butt cheeks uh, with my loofah. That's a I, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> then I will... I will fuck your butts! Then I will use the soap on my butt cheeks I like how to Noah, clean up the butthole. Noah makes the Sid noise every time I play a Sean drop. I just wish we wouldn't play Sean drops anymore. <laughs> Sometimes they're very appropriate. Okay. Could we uh, maybe like change the pitch on them to make them sound like someone else? I, I'm not an expert. Noah, Noah would, would you do that? But then I have to listen to all of them one more time and then never again because they'd sound different. All from right, then if, on. if that's what you want me to do, I'll do it. And that it. way, we it, it, I feel like that's a good compromise, don't you? <laughs> yes, I'll make him sound like Alvin the Chipmunk. Yeah, that works. I, I think that would be pretty funny. Feel like we have this uh, database of things we've accumulated over six years. The person doesn't have to be here. Or we don't even have to be endorsing him for that to be played, you know? Yeah. Like when we're talking about Bill Cosby being raped, I feel like and rape is a very appropriate mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But, have we know. talked about Bill Cosby being raped? Uh, well, <laughs> that, I, I like that topic. I would. I, he, it should happen in a just world, but that was a slip of the tongue by me. Yeah. Mm. He'd probably be into it. You think so? I, uh, I think yeah, he's he, a control freak. I don't, yeah. At his age, though, I don't know what he can really control. <laughs> what, his he wife, probably has to get wheeled around. His wife, Camille, doesn't... Uh, but would it be rape? I think he'd probably be Yeah, I guess that's true. A, like some nubile young woman making love to him. It's like that Kids in the Hall sketch where the aliens anal probe the guy and oh, he like, yeah. spreads his legs a little bit further out because he's into it and the aliens yeah. are very annoyed by that. All we've learned is one in ten seem to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the best show. Just the best show. The that's best all. sketch show ever, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, 100% agree. And this is the best podcast ever. Yes. Other than that podcast that just talks about Kids in the Hall episodes. <laughs> well, I don't think that's a thing. We should make that a thing. Is that, uh, is sure there's not one? Probably, pro- probably maybe. Is. You want to start an offshoot podcast? That would sure. require more work, Sid. You don't like doing that. But it's just you me. barely you could barely do enough work to come here to do I don't this think talking about television is work. That is a joy. Well, we are going to come up we are working on a fun little segment. Work, you Sid. said work. No well, work. I am working on a fun joy, segment only joy. with Sid where he just goes off on a rant about television shows 
because I don't have cable and Sid is basically You don't my have neighbor. regular TV either. I don't have any you, type of yeah, TV. I just yeah, have internet. Yeah. So I go to Sid's to watch um, Broad City and uh, Man Seeking Woman and, uh, and now it'll be uh, You've seen Better Man Call Seeking Saul. Woman? You don't no, like that either? Both of those are for Broad City. Oh, it's been so good. So I spent a lot of time watching TV with Sid, and whenever his wife and I talk about shows that she watches, that Sid watches with her, but only because you know they they're just spending time together. Sid basically hate watches. He'll just go mm-hmm. off on these like <laughs> ten second rants, but it's it's gold. longer than ten seconds. Probably. It's it's like the funniest rants ever. So. Give us an example. She's What's a show? It. Project Runway, Sid. Oh. I know. I don't actually hate Project Runway. Okay. I, it, um, that's a, reality shows like that. You're supposed to criticize what goes on while you watch them. That's sort of the point. So I feel like any critique I have is like watching it the right way. But like Nashville is the show that I was talking about that made Noah crack up. Also, Noah was really fucking high when this happened. So I don't know if it's actually nearly so, as funny as she thought it was. But I'm usually but, really fucking high. I so. suppose that's true. <laughs> I just had an epiphany. We have a game show uh-huh. where Sid goes in the isolation chamber and somebody. <laughs> Is a is a guest and plays the game. The game is give a twenty word summary. We throw shows at them. Uh-huh. We give a twenty. They have to give a twenty word summary what they think Sid is going to say, and then we bring Sid out and opine on each of the shows. As oh, well. I love that. And if they get anywhere close to saying what he said, they get a point. A point. But it has to be a list that I approve because it has to be shows I've actually seen, right? Yeah, okay. you can come up with the list. Okay, all right. So anyway, so Nashville, what's your critique of it? It only exists so ABC can promote other ABC shows and also sell iTunes downloads of the shitty songs performed on the show. <laughs> the writing is horrible. They change their mind on storylines every three episodes approximately and just like, hey, that person we just introduced is now moving to the West Coast. Bye. <laughs> Everything that just happened doesn't matter. Oh, we're killing this person off because it wasn't interesting. It's just, it makes it's- no sense. They have good actors and they can sing well. But and the, the funny part is, is that like a lot of the the people on the show, I don't know about this particular season, but in the beginning, they're like all like Australian actors playing. Like, so what Southern. do you mean? Uh, yeah, like they're using. Are there other ABC stars cameoing on the show? Well, they're like. Because it's a show about country celebrities. So like, oh, I have an interview with Good Morning America. And then it's Robin Roberts from Good Morning America interviewing. So it's promoting Good Morning America. Or, Uh, hey, I've been asked to perform on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. So it's just... Well, to be fair... Corporate synergy. A lot like... That's very typical now, like, if, if if a show is doing a news thing, like, mm-hmm. oh, this thing that's yeah. happening on our show is on the news, it would always be that brand. Yeah, I know, but... Th- news organization. But this yeah. just seems really heavy-handed and forced, mm-hmm. where it's not so much, this is what the storyline dictates, so if we're going to do this anyway, we might as well use an ABC show. It's just like, hey, ABC told us this week we have to work in this other ABC show. Yeah. Let's figure out how to do that. Right, they're working yeah. backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Beningo in the chat says, uh, what is your opinion of the show Girls? I like it a lot. Yeah. It's not, I I don't watch it as like this huge social statement about the ruination of young America, like a lot of older white men who criticize it watch it as, which it's not really for, it's not for me either, but I enjoy it. And it's just another show. It, I don't know why people are so critical of Lena Dunham and like, She's like this voice of a generation that she never asked to be. Like, it's just another TV show. I think people she kind get of so heated. Uh, I don't know, but I don't. I, I don't I object to more. her being that. 
I just don't. But think, I don't even think she I is. I think she's yeah. like a sort of an attention seeker, though. She, anyone but who has at the a TV same, show I is. feel also, yeah, at the same time, the media is totally willing to give her that attention. Yeah. Right? yeah. And at the same time, criticize her for wanting it. Meanwhile, they're the ones perpetuating the issue. And it's not right, like she's doing anything shitty with that attention. Yeah. She's not doing like fucking Sprite commercials or something. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to only true. do cool, positive things. Yeah, I'm she's actually doing a lot of uh, campaigning for Planned Parenthood, which I it's awesome. honestly, I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. Didn't she also make up a story about being molested or something? I don't think I don't know I there was some story that like people say she molested her sister uh, and then I don't know she said she I, I didn't really story read about that. how like when she was very young in this her was book, in her book in yeah. her book there's a story of how when she was very young she would like take baths with her sister and mm-hmm. touch her and touch her private just pool. like because out of natural childlike curiosity yeah and then yeah. people are like oh you uh, sexually but harassed. I think there might have been some other thing where she yeah. said she was assaulted by I don't even remember who but uh, I, I don't know I did, all the criticism gets so overwhelming and unnecessary that after a while I just stop reading because it's like every week there's another mm-hmm. negative story about her for no good reason well I don't certainly don't have the hate for yeah. her that do like uh, just like uh, uh, when we were talking about, about Broad City mm-hmm. I don't have any hate for those Two actresses. You just don't enjoy the show. I don't enjoy the fine. show, but I was accused of being misogynist. Well, so I feel like people who d- criticize girls are, are being uh, sort of unfairly uh, whitewashed in the same or tarred with the same brush. Uh, because, well, oh, I, some of them because, it is that. Well, I feel like Lena, Lena Dunham somehow represents like femi- feminism, and pe- people who criticize her show are being represented as anti-feminists. When in reality, perhaps they just don't think it's an entertaining show. Is that possible? But I, I, I never hear criticism that it's not the, about the actual show. Mm-hmm. Like all criticism of girls is just criticism of Lena Dunham as a person. Uh-huh. Right. I never hear anybody saying, oh, well, the writing is dumb or these characters, uh-huh. it's not plausible I've or the show's not girls, entertaining. Sorry. It's never that. It's always, she's such an idiot and why is she so famous? And her mother's a famous artist and that's the only reason uh-huh. she has the show. Because, yes, lots of famous photo artists get shows on HBO for their yeah, kids. Yeah, HBO that's just what, hands out shows and, to, be, to kids of And of her artists. friend who's on the show is the daughter of the drummer from Bad Company or Foreigner, which is it? Bad it's Company. Bad Company. And that's how, like, <laughs> Yes, because the drummer from Bad Company has such pull. He has a lot of cachet. Yeah, it's so stupid. But I have to say, by the same token, when we were talking about Broad City, uh, I asked what was good about the show, and it was a lot of very similar comments, like, "Oh, it, you know, it, it's uh, women have being in a diff- being presented in a different light." And a different role on television. And well, that is true. And also, to me, it's hilarious. To though. me, yeah, yeah it's the base of it is less. Like I, I have well, to I watch back every to episode that. twice. I listened yeah. back to that, but like most of the things that were being said in favor of that show were totally not related to how funny the show is. Well, to be fair, your criticisms were just as much about the women you were you were talking about. How you didn't find Alana attractive? No, I did. You found no, her. absolutely not. Well, you didn't I really see her naked. You, I I said that I don't have a problem with unattractive women being on television if I find the show entertaining, but I feel like a big vehicle of the show is them being sexual and being naked on camera, and it doesn't. It's just gratuitous, and I think it's done because they. Th- Think that they're attractive, no, and they're not. No. But no, I don't I think know. so at all. Like, it's done because, like, and I feel like all the sex scenes is just like something that kind of just like passes by, and it's like a very small part of. But the also, story. I think the point is that in real life, ugly women are naked in their day to day lives uh-huh. just as much as good looking yeah. women. Yeah, but they're getting That's naked all. in places that are like not appropriate for nakedism. 
Not like, really. Like what? I don't remember. I was uh, I'm too far removed from the show, and <laughs> He's I traumatized. It out <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, yeah, it's you know, I passed it already. But well, um, actually, Rob and I were watching an interview with Abby and Alana, and they were saying that they were a part of like the UCB theater improv group, like around 2006. Yeah, that's where they met. I think. But that, but weren't you guys a part yes. of that? Uh, like, there's a million classes. Yeah, yeah there's oh, a ton okay. of them. We weren't at the, in the same class or anything. The, the classes are like 14 people, so they have them every hour, like all day. And multiple levels. Yeah. yeah. So How far into the classes did you guys get? I only took up to the second level of the night. I just did the first one. Yeah. We were in one class together. We were in the first level together, and then the second level I took on like a Saturday. Yeah. And it became like a chore. And I oh, was so like, you have to oh. go into the city? Yeah, I had to give up <laughs> from like my Saturday afternoon. Uh, and so I was like, all right, I can't do it. I need a break from this. And then I, I just never went back. I feel like I'm not very well suited to that kind of humor. Like, I don't like... It's very free form, what I think, what, what I'm funny at, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, if you throw things at me and we're just having a conversation in this setting, I think I could be funny. But when they go, okay, this scene is about this and this, and then like... It's just it's harder for me to 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 be funny in that scenario. I feel the same way about myself. Yeah, it was very hard to uh, to like learn what they were trying to teach me. I don't think I was good at it. Hmm. The biggest issue for me was being judged on my comedy. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh. another thing. The guy would sit us down, like, "Hey, this is what you did wrong," like piece by piece, and he was right. Like, I it wasn't like me not being able to take criticism. But I feel like yeah. it was it was just that I didn't know how to incorporate that and do it better. Yeah, there were. I remember specifically there was one time in the second level. That's when I it kind of it gets real, like when it stops being like oh just fun games to oh, play. Oh, they were real harsh on you. Uh, they were not so much harsh, but like the games themselves are just like you really have to pay attention and keep the joke going. What's and, one of the games? Like, what are games that you would play? Um, just like I, I, it, I don't really remember most of them, but. Basically, uh, variants of like yes and like someone shoots you an idea and you have to like build on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also with the the Harold, which is a, a, a form of improv game, you kind of have to do callbacks to jokes you did earlier on and Oof. present them in a new setting, and you have to do this all within like five minutes, and it's a lot to uh, to. Th- the whole point is that you're not supposed to be thinking; you're just supposed to be doing. You're supposed right. to be. Reacting, and that was a little difficult for me. And one time, they were like, "You keep playing this this character who doesn't understand what's going on." <laughs> they were saying, they were like, it's "Just because you actually don't understand what's going no, on." No, 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 no. Like within the scene, I, I would get what the other person was doing, and I'm like, and instead of playing into it, I'd be like, "What are you doing?" So it's yeah. like on The Office when Michael Scott had his improv class, and he just kept having a gun and like holding everyone hostage, like in every scene. You remember that episode? I do, but it wasn't like that. I Except mean, I was, your thing was just not knowing what was going on. I was, yeah, keeping the scene moving, but also just p- sort of playing dumb in mm-hmm. the scene. And, and then the guy was just like, just just go with it. Like, you understand what's going on and keep the scene moving as opposed to keep harping on, like, what is the joke? Were they all pissed at you? Like, uh, No, I don't think so. But uh, it was kind of crazy to me to find myself falling back into that constantly, even after, like, I was aware that I was doing it. <laughs> And you still, still even on the live cast, you yeah. mostly play that character. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What's going on here, guys? What's happening? <laughs> Thanks, guys. We love you, though. Mm. How was your improv class, Sid? I didn't take one. Then shut the fuck up! Then shut the fuck Whoa. up! No. <laughs> wow, Rob. 
I saw your graduation performance, right? Did I? I think I did. Uh, oh, I think you we might all have went. came a little late. No, I didn't. Oh, uh, well, some some people came late. Yeah, I don't remember how who. Was it? So, cr- critique. I our... honestly don't remember. It was like how long I remember. It was like it was it was, it was, it was a bit rushed. That was a live cast. It was about two weeks before Christmas in two thousand and six. That's a, yeah. It was a bit rushed. It wasn't my proudest moment. I think you were fine. I mean, there was nobody was right. like there were no superstars in that group. Yeah, it's not like you. Were the thing is, there was a out. lot of us, and everyone. It stopped. Like we all tried to just make sure we had a moment. So we uh, all kept jumping into the scene, uh-huh. as opposed to like doing what was right for the scene. Mm-hmm. So it it, it could have uh, ended up a little better, but it was all right. There's one guy from fun. that class that is now a writer on a TV show. Oh, really? Justin, remember him? Yeah. yeah. What TV? You know, show? I don't. I don't. I forgot. He posted. He on sold Facebook. a pitch. It, like what? he's been on. Uh, he's written on CBS shows, but then he sold oh. a pitch for his own show that he's. Oh yeah. He's executive smart, producer. You should have hitched your start of that wagon. He was really well, funny. He was like that star, immediately we recognized that he was the funniest huh. of the of the group. Yeah, the first scene I got into with him, it was like a class reunion, and it was he was the he was like a, a seventy year old school marm, and I was a <laughs> drunken principal hitting on him. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it was awful from my point. He was good. I think I screwed the scene Aww. up. I didn't really know what to do. Like, I didn't know. Like, they just throw things at you, and hmm. it's hard to come up with something in the moment. You know? Yeah, I'd be way too in my head, and I just would, like, blank, and it yeah. would get really bad, and I would just stand there quietly and then run away crying. That was my oh. problem. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of the uh, the hump you have to get over, to just mm-hmm. react to what's happening in the scene as opposed to think of, like, yeah. how can I make this funny? I've that's never, I've never been they, good at getting over humps. That's one what they. That's what the kind of they're like. Don't worry about being funny. Just worry about doing the scene, and then the comedy will come naturally. Uh, I guess but, you just uh, have to get used to the format, and then when you eventually you just won't be as freaked out by it, and then it yeah. slows down for you, and you could actually. Yeah, the other cool, the coolest part about it though was that by uh, getting tickets to the class, you can go watch shows at mm-hmm. the theater for free. And I remember when we went on third, we had our class like Thursday nights. Yes. And then right after we had our class, we would go watch improv. And it was a wrestling show, right? Yeah. But it was like two improv groups battling against each other with like wrestling cage match, that thing. Yeah. Wrestling skits in between. And I was always like, wow, okay, this is the art of it. Like I get the end result. Yeah. Like like when you understand what they're doing, you really kind of. It, it it really is like wow okay so this is how it's done correctly and I feel like once like if you go to an improv show you're expect because you know it's improv and you're expecting them to be horrible uh, and fuck up your expectations are so low that any amount of comedy you get out of it you're super impressed yes so and the bar is very low for a good improv show and when it clicks you almost feel like. This has to be scripted. Yeah, like they have yeah. to have figured this out beforehand. But it's totally just on whose line is it anyway? They used to script that shit. Yeah, but, is that true? Yeah. How, did, how yeah. did that come out? I feel like somebody was mad at Wayne Brady and started talking about that. Really? I don't think every oh. just like the raps were scripted or, or some of the more complicated things. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but cheaters. Yeah. But I've seen some really good ones at UCB. Me too, and a few horrible ones. I don't know that I've ever seen any like truly like train wreck oh, cringeworthy. I've, I've seen quite ones. a few of those. Wow. Yep. Which ones do you like better? 
I like the, the what, when it clicks, it's really good. Like yeah. you, they have the audience rolling, you know. But like when it's awful, it's also entertaining because it's so awkward, you know. Right. And you're right next to them. It's not a room of 200 people. It's yeah. Not, it's not a packed uh, theater. You know? Like if it's not working, the performers know it's not working, yeah. and there's no escaping. Really, you just have to keep trying. And and they, they, they can't just walk off the stage and be like, yeah. "Fuck this." Yeah. Though so, I mean, really, we paid five dollars to see it. They probably could. I guess. Yeah. But they're professionals. Just like us here on the Metal Yay. Injection Livecast. What's our professional phone number, Rob? 646-929-1357. That's our phone number. We hope you can call us in. Tell us what's up. Can I play those uh, voicemails now, or are you going to do that later on in the show? Uh, we're going to do that a little later on in the show. We're also going to be playing Thrash It or Trash It in the second hour of the show. So get your unsigned bands ready. The way the game works is we will listen to your unsigned band. It could be your band or your friend's band. As long as they're unsigned, we will listen to it. Or someone you hate. Uh, And if they're signed, but we just don't know that they're signed, that's probably good enough. We're not going to really research. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) it's easy to to research it, Sid, because when they play the song, you could clearly you could look up the band. We're going to look up. the band. But we've already played the song by then, so it's too late. Uh, No, I will look up the (laughs) band beforehand. Okay, so be aware, when you call in, there will be a three to four minute delay while Rob looks up the band, and we will all sit here in silence, waiting. You know what, Sid? What? I'm tired of your shit. Oh. Uh, Rob, you're a little bit tense. Sure, I'll smoke some weed. Okay, great. (laughs) Is she presented a doobie to him? Uh, I just don't like Sid questioning me and undermining me. It's not undermining, it's love. I'm trying to make you better. This is, like... This is the only way that Sid knows how to show affection. It's like that movie Whiplash. I treat you like garbage to make you better, to make you great. Because I see it in you. This is how uh, Sid yeah. was raised. In you. Thank, thanks, how... Sid. Like, coming from you, that means a lot. <laughs> this is how Sid was raised, and this is the only way that he knows how to show you his affection. Yeah. I'm uh, not this mean to you off the air. It's just, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's our comedic dynamic. Yeah. Dynamic. <laughs> uh, breaking oh. news. What? Breaking news: The Grammys are happening oh, right now. Well, that's not the Who the cares? pre the pre air Grammys, yeah. and uh, I wanted to talk about this. We briefly touched upon the nominees for the best metal performance, which two of them were from the same album, which was a covers album, a Ronnie James Dio covers album. Let me let me grab these uh, <laughs> nominations here. So one of them was Mastodon, who I was kind of pulling for because they're great, and their album was. Fantastic, and they got. I, I think out of the just the rest of the list, it would just be the coolest if Mastodon won. Didn't I right? walk in on you pulling for Mastodon one time when we lived together? What? That was it. <laughs> what? Get it? I don't know. Masturbating. Yeah. Oh, pulling himself. Get it? Uh, that was a reach, Sid. <laughs> yeah, that you were. <laughs> Sid, where's your hand under the table? Well, you just answered your own question. What go. is it doing under the table? So Bastion was nominated for High Road off of their album Once More Around the Sun. Slipknot for the negative one off the Grey Chapter, which wasn't even the better single of the, the, the singles that they released. Then Motorhead for Heartbreaker, who I would have been fine with Motorhead winning because Motorhead only won previously for a cover of Enter oh. Sandman. How does the nomination process for this work? Does each band only get to pick one song to nominate? Or is it the band's choice? Is it the label's choice? Yeah. Is it the Grammy committee's choice? The Grammy committee's choice. There's a committee of what I learned recently, which was insane, was the people that decide the metal nominations 
are people for metal record labels. Really? It's not it's just like the specific. entire Grammy board. So that, but then There's the entire just, Grammy board votes, but the nominees are decided by genre correct, specific. Correct, correct. Okay. And so... and. The thing is, I've talked to one of the people. I, I've been in a discussion about this with one of the people that's on the Grammy board, and they're always super defensive about it, saying that it has to be something that broadly defines metal for for the for sixty-year-old uh, men. Well, <laughs> guess, guess who the person talking? Guess how old he was? Sixty, close to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. This like it like be yeah. Who does it broadly define metal to? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It didn't make Nobody sense to me, but I couldn't just be like seriously, man. So two two uh, two of the tracks were from the Dio album, Anthrax's cover of Neon Nights, and Tenacious D's cover of The Last <laughs> of Line. And guess who won the Grammy? Tenacious Can I get D a won. drum roll? Uh, no. <laughs> Tenacious D won. The least metal band oh, won the God. metal Grammy. It's, it's a tradition. They might as well keep. They're just trolling metal fans at this point. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, as a as a publisher of a website, this. I is thought cool. you were a developer. Now you're a publisher. He wears yeah. many hats. I wear many Good hats. Lord, yeah. when did this change? I'm not. A, I'm, he has I'm a not big a hat collection. See, I'm not a. I, I don't really develop anymore. I, I hire out on that because oh, I don't have the time shot. to do the development. I've moved past the development. So now you just publish. Yes. Which means you click a button that says publish, and that's your... <laughs> I mean, but there's content behind what he's publishing. But who, who's... Who, are you contenting it? I'm cre I create content, oh, yeah. sure. So you don't, you're not just a publisher. Then. Correct. I'm also, a, I'm also the editor-in-chief. What does that hat look like? Editor-in-queen. Yeah. Does it have it's a, a fedora? Feather? It's a fedora. It's a, <laughs> no, it's a trilby. What? It's Trilby. Uh, uh, He's Fedora Rob. Fedora Rob. Fedora Rob. Anyway, it's going to be great because Metalheads will get so pissed at this, I feel. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be good for hits. So thank you, Grammy Board, ultimately. So I mean, like, Metalheads were already pissed when the nominees came out. Do they I know, we're double dipping into the pissness. Pissness? <laughs> Merry Pissmas. It's from a Patton Oswalt bit. Look that up on YouTube. Uh, Rob so hires that out now. I think that's ridiculous, <laughs> but I am going to try to try to watch the Grammys after after we do the podcast, uh, only because I, I like to hate watch. Okay. But the thing with the Grammys is it's hard to even hate watch because it eventually hits a point where it's so slow and boring, and it's just like I don't even care to hate watch this. Oh, I don't even know just, who this is. You could Who's be hosting? watching so many other things. Why LL Cool J. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. I feel just, if I had a so DVR, it would have been much more much more doable because I could just Get fast, forward. Just fast forward. Get a DVR. See, but like if I had if I had it on DVR, I would just fast forward the whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. Just you would just watch the LL Cool J parts because he's such a charismatic host. Of award oh, shows, who doesn't even make music anymore? It's only because it's he on, has a show on. Talk about synergy, yeah. yeah. It's just because he has a show on CBS. But that's how these networks CBS. always do. Of that course, show. of course. Though uh, Neil Patrick Harris is hosting the Oscars, but I mean he's not on CBS anymore either, so he could do whatever the fuck he wants. But he was on CBS up until last year, but he's hosting an ABC award show. Hmm. Well, he's a he, he's a, he gets good uh, marks for his award hosting, does he not? Marks and Eds and Steves. Get it because he's into dudes. Yeah, it was a you're, joke on about his sexuality. you're on fire. You're on fire. He's you're, married you, with you children. Might be flaming, Sid. That's oh, how, how dare you? Did you watch his show, uh, Do Doogie Howser? 
When I was a kid, sure. What yeah. did you think of it? It was fine. I mean, I was I haven't watched it recently. <laughs> I mean, the the premise is sort of ridiculous, but as a child, I appreciated the show. Did you believe that one day you could grow up and be like no, a teenage not, doctor? Not for a fucking second. So it didn't. I it thought didn't I could be a Vinnie Del Pino when I grew up, <laughs> like friends with someone who was successful. Are you? Just, no, not even. <laughs> what about I guess, Rob? I guess, I, I guess I'm friends man. with a publisher. That's something. And editor-in-chief. And a radio personality on Sirius Radio. Yeah. You, I'm talking about, not Rob. <laughs> I'm not really a personality. People know you. I guess. Now, basically, you don't aspire to have successful friends. You just aspire to have like friends with more than 10,000 Twitter followers. That's like <laughs> pretty successful. That's how we gauge success now. You oh, are I'm, mentioned I'm like, on, on Wikipedia as a famous resident of Benson. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you know what? I'm... See? I'm just a little humble, I guess. Humble. <laughs> Do we have a caller? That's just Colin. Oh, I mean, well, I think he has Colin's something to tell Colin? us last time. So see if he has anything. Colin, else to you say. there? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Colin. Okay. Thanks, Colin. All right. All right. We have another caller. Two one four. You're on the live cast. Two one four. What's up? What's up? Hi, What's your name and where are you from? What's up, Julian, and I'm from Texas. Julian? Yeah. Yep. What's up, Julian? What would you like to talk about? Oh, nothing much. I was just listening, and uh, they put me on here. Who's they? We're they. Metal Injection. Those, those assholes. <clears throat> they should fire Rob already. <laughs> what part of Texas are you in? I'm in Dallas. Okay. Oh. But yeah, I was just listening to you guys, and... Kind of wasn't expecting to get put on the line. Are you nervous? First time, long time? Uh, I've been listening to you guys for about mainly through the archives. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I was just listening in live today and uh, I couldn't get a good connection, so I just decided to call in. Well, we are uh-huh. we're giving away Eve 6 tickets today. If you can answer a simple <laughs> question, would you like a chance at some Eve 6 tickets? Oh, please. All right. You're going to have to. Answer this. Fill in this blank. Are you ready? Blank. Go for it. Blank in a million. Blank in a million. Hmm. One? That's correct. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And thank you for playing. As soon as Eve Six gets back together and books a Dallas show, Rob will send you those tickets. He will uh, purchase them himself on StubHub and send them to you. I feel like I got some press releases not too long ago Eve about Six. Eve Six. Really? Like like last year, I think they put out an what, album. What would happen to the comment thread on Metal Injection if you posted a story about Eve oh Six God, putting out a new should, album? Yeah, do it, Rob. Do it. <laughs> the level of hate, I feel that would be the peak ever. And like, we would have so much material for the show just reading the comments. Listen, guys. Listen, I am a respected publisher of an online publication. I can't be going around and ruining my credibility for a joke on the Metal Injection oh, Live. April Fool's have Day. Have some respect Do it on for April my Fool's. profession. No, but on, on April Fool's, they'll know yeah. it's a joke. I do it on Some March 31st. Yeah. There's plenty of dumb people at Metal Injection. Yeah, that I guess. Every site does fake things on April Fool's Day. And they, catch, still. they catch some people, yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So it's worth doing. Yeah. It. I've suggested to Rob for like 
five years now that he should on April Fool's just redo the site to hip hop injection <laughs> <laughs> just to trick everybody like have the splash page be like news about Jay-Z and Ja Rule yeah, and just uh, copy all Drake. the stories from world star hip hop yeah something like that I mean you already I like basically it. copy all your stories anyway just now instead of from Blabbermouth it could be from world star <laughs> look at his eyes there is steam coming out of Rob's ears right now just to steal world star hip hop and have all the top five videos be like fat women on the train beating people and up and the babe of the day will be like Foxy Brown or something <laughs> <laughs> you know, I forgot. I'm, I forgot. I'm talking to. I'm, I'm, I'm in a room with a bunch of other successful publishers, so I really should listen to what you guys are talking about. Yes. Oh, wait, no! <laughs> listen. Uh, I also wanted to say one thing before we go to the next topic is that uh, the Eve 6 thing, we've mentioned this on the show, but that's like kind of an inside joke from when we were on the radio before. Yeah. And we actually had Eve six, six tickets to give away. Well, what it was is we had a deal with the local... Was it Irving uh, Plaza? Yeah, with Irving Plaza, the local venue, which was it's actually a pretty big venue. It's a, like a thousand people can cram in there. And they basically gave us free tickets, a free pair of tickets to all the rock-related shows... Yeah. I went to a bunch of shows for free. As did I, yeah. yeah. That was actually great. And then the one show that who's nobody wanted tickets for was <laughs> Eve Six. And we had them like passed when the show was And up. it basically <laughs> became like an ongoing joke of like, oh, we have Eve Six. It was kind of like when we had that Halford Christmas album. Was it yes. that or was it like Shadows Fall? Or Shadows. We had a free Shadows yeah. Fall CD. We couldn't give the tickets away because everyone listening was like a hip hop fan. Right. Our show, yeah. the show that we did, that was a precursor to the live cast. It was also on the local public access channel uh-huh. where all the shows other than our show were hip hop shows. Right. And people would just end up calling into our show where we did not at all talk about hip hop. Yeah, we would just be talking about the news or something or, you know, and someone would call about, yo, yo, I want to give a shout out. Um, can you play this song? I want to dedicate this to um, my homie. Uh, East Do you York. remember that guy Jason, Jason that would always yeah, this call guy in? Jason, yeah. Oh it was all God. like it was like junior high school and high school kids that yes. just got home from school because our time slot was like what four to eight. No, or it became like, that. like nine to one. We we had the last shift. Okay, but there was also I remember like when I did it, it when it was like the three p.m. and later time slot. It was just kids that just got home from school. And yeah. a lot of it would them would be them calling up asking us to crank call their friends. Yeah. And there was a lot of kids giving out full phone numbers on the air. <laughs> and then eventually we had to s- shut that down. We got it. We got a lot of people. I feel like because we did Friday nights starting at yeah. what like eight o'clock to twelve or something. Yeah. And we got a lot nine of, to one. Nine, nine to one. one. It was yeah. nine to and one. we got a lot of like people that sounded like shut-ins. Like oh yeah yeah. Like uh, but like mildly ghetto, but like sound like a lot of four hundred pound black people that would. Call Do you us. remember those Russian kids that started calling oh, yeah. us? <laughs> well, because you would promote on like women, right? Yes, <laughs> there was a Russian social network that was we a used precursor to have these to little little women. Russian kids who would, who would try to be like to try to be street. Yeah, they were trying to be. Yo, this is your boy Blaze and Drew. Oh, yeah, Blaze and Drew. That was that. Repping one, one, two, three, five. And they were like 14, 15 year old kids who were named Blaze and Dro. They're aliens. That's where you get that that name is when you're in junior high school and it stays with you. 
but you earned the blaze. And I think, I think he made grade. us call like his girlfriend once or something. Yeah. Oh Ilona. yeah, like they went on some date. Oh, I wish I, oh, I, I wish just had it somewhere. I have it. So I have that was. I feel like that was our most Howard Stern esque moment. <laughs> yeah, we uh, had these two fourteen year old kids <laughs> arguing with each other. Because no, just because it was uh, that kid would told us the story from his point of view. Yes. And then we and called then her. we called her, and then she told it from her point of view, and it <laughs> was obviously completely different. And we had them fighting each other on the air. It was She's like, the girl's like, well, why are you lying? Why yeah. are you li- what, he's just a liar. They went off for like a half an hour. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. The shit we got away with. I have to say, yeah. <laughs> I, like Our show was on Friday nights, and I remember at the time at the radio station, no one wanted to do the Friday night slot because they were yeah. all just I, like, college kids oh, with lives. Yeah. yeah, like, oh. We, oh Whatever. I have to say... It was the most fun I've right. ever had we, we, in we my like, entire life on a Friday we night. We drank and like smoked yes. weed and everything. Like yeah, we, we got away with so much. So much. We used to sneak our friends in because um, like there was like a side door that you could let people in without going towards through security. The end, they started being Nazis about that. Yeah, yeah they figured it out. <laughs> but it took them like two years. Yeah. yeah, it took them. And then by then they had moved the radio station to yeah. that new building. That two back. Years? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, good. The back production studio was so oh filled God. with smoke that you could. see see it like from outside you could see all the smoke inside the, room. the things that went on and that. we would leave like weed in the drawers remember I we try didn't to get leave someone... weed no we didn't know someone else oh, someone left weed else did yeah. okay and and she got kicked out of the station Good. because it's like hey because she was oh, a, a freshman anyway. found it uh, like a new recruit found it and we were like oh we don't know what this is <laughs> and it wasn't our weed no. no. Oh, okay. Not. So maybe I heard the story. Maybe no, she, it was, and you just smoked so much that you forgot. That no, it was no, 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 no. She used to bring all her f- fucking friends in there and smoke <laughs> them up, and they would just do their show completely high and leave fucking like roaches everywhere. Yeah. And the reason I didn't like them is because there was a a shortcut machine, which is oh, just yeah. like Drops. so so archaic. I, yeah. Although people no, still, they still use them. them. Yeah. But yeah. It was, it was, I thought it was archaic then, too. Like yeah. no, the shortcut machine, they still have, I think like a few of the studios at Sirius have them and some shows oh. do use them. Well, it's ours just a was sound archaic. effect machine. So it yeah. only had a limited amount of data in it. And right. th- when I say limited amount, I mean like megabytes. <laughs> and we kept all our drops on there because computers were too like still slow to yeah. fucking keep, uh, to, to play sound files on them. And, and we didn't really have editing software on yeah. computers. Yeah, I mean, we the were. shortcut machine you could edit stuff so we had all and then we would come in the following week and then these jerks at the hip hop show oh, deleted yeah. all of our drops yeah. to make room for their bullshit like <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Yeah. but Yo, you used those too well we started using their drops because they were hilarious <laughs> yeah it's your boy and DJ Beth I vividly yeah, remember <laughs> I vividly remember one time we deleted their drops and we recreated them yeah. with oh, yeah. Eric, with the same names, saying the exact same things <laughs> and named them exactly the same. In the hopes, I mean, I'm sure they probably checked them initially, but no way. I, I hope that they one time, oh like, my God. this is me, Jane Bam. Yeah. Eric was our comment. kind of uh, uh, our Shlomo back then, but he was a not like Shlomo in the sense that he was a very nice and kind-hearted yeah. and fun and like enjoyed being in on the oh, joke. Oh, he and loved it. He was so like mildly retarded, I guess, but like he was in on. The joke, we weren't making fun of him. He was him like the mascot. Yeah, yeah, in a way, he was the mascot. But he also like was part of central to. The I feel humor special too. needs is a more respectable right. way. <laughs> but anyway, we had him record everything they said. Like, yo, this is your boy, DJ Bathgate. 
<laughs> Coming at you live on WBCR. Murder. Murder. He was the first guy that did murder. Yeah. Oh. It's true. Uh, and I, I don't know if I ever told the story, but he uh, probably saved me from getting what? expelled because he also volunteered with the security team. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, so like one time we smoked weed, like we smoked a blunt in the back room. <laughs> so uh, me, Nick, Alan, and Alan's brother. Okay. Uh, and so the, this, our studio, our initial studio is basically two classrooms with the wall in the middle cut just two classrooms put together with recording equipment in it. And there was a back room as well, which was a whole other classroom, which you couldn't access from anywhere but within the studio. Whereas, like, you know, you could walk into any other classroom from the hallways. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where we would smoke weed. Right. Two seconds after we smoked weed, there was a knock on the front door. And it was a security guard. And I'm telling you, like, the entire fucking studio probably reeked of weed at this point. And I, and I was freaking out, and the guy was knocking, and, and he was like, oh, is everything okay in here? And like, oh, yeah, we're just recording our show. It's all, it's all cool. It's all cool. Yeah. And he was, like, moments away from walking in, but then he saw Eric. Yeah. And Eric was like, oh, hey, what's up, John? Or whatever yeah. his name is. And it was like, oh, Eric, hey, all right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> and he left. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. That would have been intense. Your your college tuition would have been that much less if you would have been expelled. <laughs> but I mean, you right, didn't, you didn't graduate anyway, so what would yeah. have been? I know, but he would, but wouldn't still, have had to take out that been, loan. It was just a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, dropout uh, uh, seems better than someone who's been expelled, right? Yeah, I guess I so. Know. There's probably a better story to the expelled. Seem more dangerous. No, Rob yeah, and I dropped out together. We did it to fight the man. Yeah. Because we were dropping classes and then they... And then we're like, fuck this. We don't want to do this anymore. And then yeah. they conned us out of like tuition money for like not going to Which I actually never paid and surprisingly just disappeared. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I feel like uh, we could have had so much to do with Eric on this show if he was oh, still alive. I w- yeah. yeah, I wish he was still, uh, still with us. Yeah. That's been 10 years since he died, actually. Jesus. Not to be a bummer or anything. That's, that is a bummer. Thanks a lot. Let's liven it up again by playing this. Alright, let's talk about some metal. Didn't we just do that? Grammys and whatnot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tenacious Should we take a music metal. break? Uh, we'll take a music break in a few minutes. I want to talk about this uh, Dave Mustaine story. <sighs> I don't know, uh, Darren, did you see this? Like, I just wanted you to kind of... Refresh my memory. uh, Well, uh, he was being interviewed at NAMM. Okay. By uh, Jackie... No. No, this is a different interview. Skull Metal Jackie? What's Full Metal Jackie. Full Metal. Full Metal Sonata. She's a lovely... Why do they all have to have metal in their name? Yeah, we get it. You're interviewing metal guys, you know? You're not Metal Rob. Metal Robba. Well, her name was Jackie. Okay. It was a play on Full Metal Jacket. How well, about just be Jackie? Can yeah. you do that? What would be a good metal play on Rob? Like, what could we nickname you that would work? Metal up your ass. Rob Rampage? <laughs> Rob like Rampage. No. no. Your Rampage. It's Rob's Rockin' Rampage. Rob, Raging Rob. Rob the Brutal. Raging Rob. That was my... Actually, I feel like I did that. What? Did you really? Raging did you Rob? Do that? Uh, Raging Rob. That might have been... Oh. 
Raging Cajun Rob. That might have been like when when at a, at our college radio station when we had to do like a one hour music show. You, you were I was raging jokingly Rob. like it's Raging Rob playing Stained and Limp Biscuit for you. How about puddle of mud on the oh, side? and that no that okay now I remember it was Raging Rob's Rock Rampage. That was <laughs> also it was both. All right, Raging Rob's Rock Rampage on WBCR. Slight overkill. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Well, Rocka Rocka Raba. <laughs> Rocka Raba. Rocka Raba. Rocka Raba. Rocka Raba. It works. So. uh Dave Mustaine said that uh, he started playing uh, guitar because he was being bullied. Because he was a strawberry blonde kid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was so hard. I picture a young Dave Mustaine looks like Dennis the Menace yeah. for some reason. But with long hair, that. I feel. I feel he always had the long hair. At least shoulder. He's so white, though, that he's like translucent. Did kids even see him to bully him? <laughs> Great question. It's like, why is that chair empty, teacher? No, no, no. That's little Davy Mustaine. You just... <laughs> <laughs> little Davy? In the sunlight, you can't see him because he's blindingly white. What do you mean I can't go on the monkey bars? <laughs> and so he saw a kid playing guitar and was like, that that kid's cool. I could be cool. What do you mean you want my lunch money again? Here, I had gone to a bunch of keg, keg parties. Gag parties. Gag buddy. <laughs> with Red Goodmudge. Uh, there, there was Robert, people. You, you, what are you doing with the gag money? Come here. Come on. Get away from me. <laughs> Uh, sorry, <laughs> there's a lot of good news for Raba in the chat. Can oh, I just say these? Yeah, yeah let's yeah, hear. Them. Joe Beningo says ravishing Raba. Oh, ravishing Raba! I would joke about that on okay. serious. Uh, Josh from Wales, Raba's ribs romp. Oh, I like Super that. Nintendo That's his cooking show. Riffin Raba Pazbani. That's not uh, bad. Rabbi Raba, <laughs> rabid Raba, oh, rabid Raba. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Round Rob's Rocket Rib <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's it. That was great. That was the Fresh ones. Prince of Belarus. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, uh, all right. So there you go. Dave, if Dave Mustaine could be bullied and end up the type of person that he is. That gets on stage and bullies. Yeah. Maybe that's why he he has that voice because the bullies held him down and punched him in the throat. <laughs> in the tr- why are you hitting yourself, Davey? Throat? Why are you hitting yourself, Davey? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hitting myself. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> putting me down. He does sound like someone sitting on him <laughs> yeah, when he talks. True. So maybe, yeah, it just his voice stuck like that. <laughs> that's it. Get off my throat. <laughs> <laughs> A star was born. Wow, we we figured it all out. That's a good point that Super Nintendo raises. Yeah. Is that his entire musical career is based around trying to get people to love him. Like Metallica, mm. too. Yeah. Maybe it is because of that bullying incident. Oh, sure. Oh, I, I could totally and see And he that. says maybe he just needs a hug, but I, I think we're beyond that. I think he needs something. Like if someone had hugged him when he was eight... Yeah, and we might be now he just needs this, a lobotomy. He, or, yeah, he's yeah. done. Or if someone had hugged him after he got kicked out of Metallica, like all the hugs that would have made a difference, the time for that is long gone. I'd rather have a frontal lobotomy than a bottle in front of me. Because <laughs> 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 I'm a Christian. Now what I hear. Uh oh. I know. 
That's just what he said. Unconfirmed so. sources, please do not. Oh. You bring up every this week. Is not, I don't have my journalism hat on. Journalist right. ethics, <laughs> Rob. This is, my, this, is my, this is my podcasting. A week ago, speculating a hat. week ago, I believe you said that you were there to see some of this. Now it's unconfirmed. Oh, I, well, sources. at the Golden Gods uh, a few years ago. All right, so the source Rob. is confirmed because it's you. What no, are you but talking that, that was about? That was a few years, few years ago. ago. Like right. he could have cleaned up okay. by now. But Rob, which one see. of your? Which one of your titles does your tinfoil hat stand for? <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, Royal Rumble truther. <laughs> I don't know. Rob a truther. Rob a truther. Rob a truther. 9-11 was an outside job. Oh, no. Wait, oh, oh, we okay. outsourced it? Wait, India yeah. did it or something? Well, Saudi Arabia outsourced it. Okay. Right? Says you. There was something in the news this week where we pointing the blame on Saudi Arabia. Well, it wasn't that officially what they the story was that it was they were from Saudi Arabia already. Oh, what? Well, the, that that it was the government. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I feel like they're one and the same. You don't we have don't any have to, inside sources on this one. No, I don't. Uh, I don't know anyone from Saudi Arabia. Well, close my father by. is from Iran. Yeah, dude, it's, you could you could see Saudi Arabia hasn't from been his window. in Iran in th- at least thirty three. But years. does he know people that are still there? <laughs> where's uh, Where's Mama Raba from? Mama Raba's from Kiev. Oh, no. So I'm Ukrainian. Does that mean I she's pronounced Kiev? No, Kiev. But there was a Keeves Bakery on King's Highway. No, it was Kiev Bakery. It's Kiev That was bakery. Keith's Bakery. He just had a speech impediment. <laughs> I'm Keeves. Delicious. I'm, I'm My Is friend's that? mom used to work there. What? Yeah. And we would walk home from junior high school and go in there. And there were all these like creepy like dolls in like cake dresses. Ugh. What's and a cake dress? It's just basically like, like you know, a couple of different tiers. And then the top is a doll, so it looks like it's a like a big oh, okay. extravagant okay. Russian dress. Like a flow. Okay, I get it. Uh, <laughs> what is with the deal with putting dolls in in cakes? That's like a Mardi Gras thing too. Yeah, I they don't have know the what king it stands cake, for. And then inside the king cake, somewhere there's like a little, tiny little baby doll. Mm, I don't know. And the person who weird. gets it, like something happens to yeah. them. Yeah, they chip their fucking tooth. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Why would you? I don't understand. I've never had a king cake. I'm sure you hear that a lot. You know, no big deal. That's true. I'm big and I'm a fan. Are you presenting or anything here tonight? I'm presenting and I've been nominated. Oh, no. No big deal. You know, it's just... So now, keep in mind, Dave Mustaine and I are very close to each other. Mm. Really? He has... Well, oh, in general, physically, or, right oh, okay, now, okay. we're yep. very close to each other. There's some boozy this, breath. This is a red carpet interview. He has intense whiskey breath. You're, you're used to it, right? With no, the actually, I'm really blessed. I'm stoked. Maybe about it's this, just so. his mouth floss. Yeah, maybe it's like Listerine. Cool, cool. And uh, like cinnamon like, floss. How do you feel about having a metal award show in general? Like, anything? I think it's cool. This year, it's even better than last year. Which I, I think that heavy metal deserves much more respect than it gets. We have a lot of fun, all of us. You know, yeah, we party and all that kind of stuff, but we have a lot of fun. Yeah. And and. Just admit it's a party. Myself, you know, I've been invited to the White House. I've been invited to the Pentagon. I have oh my friends in the, in, the in the FBI or the CIA. Oh, there oh, yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, that's right. Idiot. Friends in the Secret Service and the FBI. All this stuff. You know, I'm not an idiot. I've also got a bill passed into law, so I represent. <laughs> You got a bill passed into law? Yeah. It's, what, what was the bill? It was the Motor Voter Bill. We did that in 92. Duh, uh, Rob. Michael Stipe. I didn't do my research. I have two bits just... of breaking news. 
Okay. First, Colin tweeted at me just seven minutes ago, want to talk. <laughs> and then that tweet was favorited by a Twitter user named buy followers 1K equals $12. <laughs> So I just want you guys to know the latest. Does All he right. want to talk to you or to Colin here? And talk? All right. No, well, let's say Colin. Colin, you're on the line. No, that's not Colin. That's the other guy. Oh, that's from the Dallas. other guy. Sorry, Dallas. Well, you're off the line. Cool. We got another call, though. By the way, the number to dial if you want to be a caller, 646-929-1357. Uh, we got 585. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's your name? Where are you from? Jim from the band Contrarian. Hello, Jim from the band Contrarian. What's are, up? Are you here for a little thrash it or trash it? You got it, buddy. Well, you're a little early. <laughs> it's good. It says a lot about you. <laughs> yeah, you're prompt. We're going to take a music break, and then when we come back, we're going to play trash, thrash it or trash in about 20 minutes. So you can either uh, listen to the music, Jim, or, uh, or uh, come back then. Okay, sounds good, man. I just figured I'd call earlier than later, huh? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, we're going to put you on hold. Shlomo, we have 20 minutes. Stay in the room. We are Americans that are proud to be part of this country. We go into other countries, we kick ass, we come back here, and we're happy. Wow, he's coked up, cool. too. Well, I'm uh, really glad that I got a chance to talk to you. Huge fan. Thanks. Love this. Are you Fine. excited to be touring with Slayer in the summer? It's 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 good for us. I was really This was when I was a big downstairs. You know, they were uh, Before you actually got to know anything the, about the, the industry. At the same time I was, and... And it was just really fun to see them, you know, because we're friends. And, and we're friends. We we're friends. We're friends. Where we weren't talking because of some unfortunate stuff that I'd said. Uh-huh. And I'm very passionate about what I believe in. Yeah. And I said something, and I should have thought about, you know, what happens when you say something. The story of his life, he should always do. He never does that. He still doesn't do that. Even still. Ron, can I ask you a question? Really necessary. Yeah. You know, right. Putting and, and back your uh, and cool uh, reporter hat on. Hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay. How did you um, keep your attention? Because, like, we're listening to what he's saying, but like the rambling, I just can't keep up with it. I just. <laughs> I have to say, doing a red carpet uh, thing is maybe the most stressful way. And again, you know, whatever. It's not a big deal. But like, as a reporter, it's so difficult because not only. Are you interviewing somebody? You're also looking around you. You're looking see at their who's po- next? You l- oh. see who's next because you have to grab these people. You know, you have to like fight for access to them because there's people like you only have like two feet of space and then there's reporters on either side of you. Right. Everyone's fighting for the same people. So you kind of have to wrap up with somebody to make sure, you know, if it's like a bigger star or whatever, you, you got to make sure you're available so that as soon as they're done, you can take them right away because they're not going to wait for you. They yeah, don't, of they course. Will, like to them, this is the worst part of the job. They want to get off the carpet as soon as possible. And I totally understand because half the people there don't even know who they are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have their. They're just like so. Uh, golden, uh, golden gods. What do you think? What do you think? How right. does it feel to be nominated? Like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not nominated. It See, sucks. and sucks. Rob's better because he asked that question, but not in that accent. Yeah, I'm yeah. better. That's <laughs> what sets him apart. Yeah. Uh, did you, did you get? Said, did you uh, get thrown when he said this? Hey, this is my butt and my butt hair, right? So I vividly remember <laughs> when interviewing him. I'm just like, what the fuck is he talking? Like, I was fishing for something to follow up on Sid and <laughs> there was nothing because he was just all over the place and it was you know I, it's always a good follow up if you can't come up with one Homer says what <laughs> <laughs> just try that pardon me 
<laughs> I'm not trying it on you. I'm just oh, okay. saying. Well, let's 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 go. <laughs> there we go. See, it works. Shlomo says what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Shlomo says, "Beg your pardon." Beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the music Ooh. break. Gonna kick it off with, with something we haven't heard in a while, and. Uh, we oh, all know nice. what it is. Nice. So let's take a take a seat <laughs> and enjoy a visit from the medicine man.
Chuck Blandington here, asking you to like us at Facebook.com and follow us on Twitter at MILiveCast. That way you can show all your friends that you're part Jewish and part asshole.
Hello, this is Bruce. Chuck's, um, friend. Cough, cough. He has his mouth full right now. But he wanted me to remind you that you're listening to the Metal Injection livecast. At MetalInjection.net Balls of- 
this is Chuck Blandington. It's time to return to the Metal Injection live cast. But first a word of advice. The first hour had way too much Jewish content. Please scale back the Hebrew talk, you menorah-loving yitz. I felt like I was at a bar mitzvah on mushrooms. And now, here's the show. Jeez, we weren't even talking. Is he just me? He's just sick of our voices. Yeah, it's our accents. He's going through the motions. Accents. He do, I don't oh, even. We, we need to go to the airport. I know what he meant. It's because oh. Rob was wearing his Jewish hat, the oh, yarmulke. Yarmulke. <laughs> I'm a man of many hats. Uh, <laughs> if you're just tuning in, and uh, we have a, a lot of good stuff in store for you, including a arousing rendition. Thrash it or trash it. Thrash it or trash it. Thrash it or trash it. No, no, say it sexily. Thrash it or trash it. Thrash it or trash it. Thrash it or trash it. What is that? That's the uh, coda to that theme. Oh, bass <laughs> riff. Tasty. Good stuff. And so we're going to be playing it. The way the game works is you need to call in or leave a link in the chat, but callers get priority. The number to dial is 646-929-1357. You tell us a song to play. You leave a link for a song to play. We will play that song. And then we will go around the room after listening to it for about a minute. And each of us will decide if we thrash it, which means we like it, or we trash it, which means we dislike it. If all four of us unanimously thrash it, you will win a prize, which is either a free CD or a metal injection T-shirt. I know a free CD. I feel a metal injection T-shirt. That's we, we can't just be Can giving you just those like away. you send it them a zip file or something. Nobody has CDs anymore. Yeah, and why would you send them a CD of another band that? They're not calling about. Why don't we get this band a, a record contract? Yeah, yeah. Rob. Good. All right. That uh, the Sumerian one, Records. Yeah, the one that lost the that won the Battle of the Bands probably yeah. isn't taking their contract, so it's up for grabs. <laughs> that could be the prize. The prize should be you will use all your pull in the record industry to get uh, this band signed. You will put on a right. record industry <laughs> hat. <laughs> Put on my label hat. Yeah. Remember, we should also give away a, a booby prize. Oh, Noah. Long. Noah's a what? boyfriend. If we hate all of uh, the, the, if all of us hate something. Oh, so then oh, what okay. would the prize be? It should be lesser city? than the, it Maybe be, like the. A jokey Al- prize. Alfred Christmas album. A half-eaten or, donut that's in front of us. Yeah, the or the duty yeah. hat you gave Sid a few yeah, episodes. something like that. <laughs> well, Sid, will you relinquish your duty hat? If I must. <laughs> you don't yeah, have to. Why, why would he want to? Yeah, it's certainly optional. It was a gift for you, uh, you know. I could, uh, you know, listen. I could get another one. I suppose that's true. <laughs> You've dutied before; you can duty again. Yes, but that one was here. It has meaning. Yes, it was gently used. <laughs> gently used duty. <laughs> Rob's nickname in high school. <clears throat> I don't know. If All right, so <laughs> again, the number to dial six four six. Nine two nine one three five seven. One of the people on the line is Colin. Should we take a, a yeah. quick? Yeah, he Colin? wants to talk about subjects like TV and whatever. Yeah, Colin. Dirty duty. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Col- Colin. Colin. No. Colin. Colin. This is when yeah, you speak. Clear. We heard you want to talk about subjects like different. Um, like there's a um a new show called Bad Coaching on Spike. 
Oh, I saw that. Ray Lewis. That? It's Ray Lewis is the oh host. Oh my god! I didn't see the show. I saw it, oh. like the commercial for it. Tell us about it, Colin. Oh yeah, I, I I've seen it, and some of these guys lose their tempers like fucking crazy. What happens? So it's about coaches that have like they'll like they'll curse at the kids, mm-hmm. or they sound like bad coaches. Or they they'll and they'll like you know like. I don't know what else I'll okay, okay. I like how it's it's bad Colin coach. have you seen the show yes it is I, I was people need to learn to get their freaking anger under damn control that's what Colin, what's your language Colin this is a yeah, we, public public forum we may need Ray Lewis to step in and coach uh, forum. Colin I love yeah. how Ray Lewis is the, the, the even-tempered guy who gets you yeah. to, to not be a bad. He knows coach how anymore. to control his emotions and withhold information <laughs> in murder investigations. Who is, who is Ray Lewis? He's a retired football player. What who, team do you play? On? They're Baltimore Ravens. But he was all, he famously got in trouble for obstructing a murder investigation by withholding info when he was there at the scene of the murder. When what? Happened. Yeah. Mm. And, he, and there was speculation that he was the one that committed the murder. Yes, right? speculation. He got off on that, but then there was like perjury. He got off on that. He liked being accused yes. of it. <laughs> he, he would master. Sounds kind of hot. Um, <laughs> I'll send you the MP4 later, Rob. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, bad coaching, there's a there's a TV show now featuring Zachary Quinto, who as a a guy who I guess there's a barbecue going on. And oh, like the slap! The slap, which is based on an Australian show, apparently. Yeah, the guy just slaps a kid in the face, like yeah. not his kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess the kid's like being an asshole. Yeah. And he he kicks him in the shins or something, <laughs> and Zachary Quinto just smacks this kid in the face, and that's the whole that's the premise of the premise show. of the show. Who's Zachary like, Quinto? He was on in Star Trek. He played Spock in, he was also in the on new Heroes, Star Trek Heroes, and, and that's about it. Is he on American Horror Story maybe at some point? Oh, he's yeah. making out with James Franco in some new movie. Yeah, he's into dudes. Is he really into yeah. dudes? Or, uh, yeah. Okay. Is he bisexual or gay? I don't know. Okay. I know. I seem to remember him dating a celebrity, a female celebrity for some reason. That's how Bruce Jenner, though? <laughs> he's not a female yet. He's still, <laughs> that wouldn't make him gay if he, if he dated Bruce Jenner. Because Bruce Jenner is, now identifies as a woman. So that right. would be a straight relationship. Yeah, well, he, that's Darren was trying to say yes. that he was bi and he dated women. Oh, I see. Right. He's not gay no more. <laughs> He's not gay no more. <laughs> Colin, would you date Bruce Jenner? I am the Lord. No way. No, he would not. What if he showed you naked pics of all the Kardashian daughters? Uh, While you aren't you know, those readily up. available anyway? I don't know if Colin has not of Chloe. <laughs> please, not of Chloe. He might have a safe search function uh. implemented on his <laughs> CPU. I mean, what if it was just her body, like without her face? There was picture. There was you Kim Kardashian that? pictures that came out this week. You could see pussy lip. Oh yeah, the full yeah. frontal, exquisite. What? Ew. She's disgusting as a person, but she's attractive. She's not attractive anymore because her face is too tight. As long as that's not all that's tight. Hey oh okay. All right, let's let's trash and thrash and stuff. Okay. All right. Colin, would you like to recommend a band since you're on the phone here? No. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. See you later, Colin. He didn't we, want to talk about that. I subject. want to know if he has any other subjects before we. Uh, yeah. What happened to Jim from Contrarian? He's in the chat. Why don't you uh, give us a call, Jim? We'll. Uh, 
Uh, give a little shout out to your band. And that mm. other guy that was on the line before. Where's Gotta he? give him the phone number. 646-929-1357. Alrighty. It's the number to dial. Nobody give dials numbers anymore. Give us give us a ring. Yeah, that's on the band the uh, serious terms list. Yeah. yeah, people should just put us in their like uh, phone book, you know, in like the presets. In, in, in the contacts. Yeah. Uh, Joe Beningo just said, if you have a, a band everyone hates, Sid will send you an Oliver Perez Mets jersey. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> Oof. That was the worst. Yeah. All right. Well, press T-shirt, jersey. Jim from Contrarian refuses to call back in. So what? I guess that's how contrary he is. Yeah. Oh, here he is. Oh, is that you, Jim? No. <laughs> yep, I'm back. All right, Jim. I have your Bandcamp page uh, loaded up. What kind of Contrarian are you that you agree to things? Yeah, really, fucking hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Try to just be polite for now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where where is your band from? Where are you guys from? We're from Rochester, New York. No, you're oh. not. <laughs> What's that? You're just being a contrarian. No, you're not. Oh, because <laughs> the band name. I like the logo. It, uh, Rob, it's, you got, can it's I just semi-readable. Say, Rob, it's a unique typeface. You've got a little boogie dangling out of again? your right nostril. Again? Oh, yeah. Nostril. I Could see it you, again. It's distracting. Listen. I think it's a sprinkle from the Rob donut. Is, <laughs> I know. A booger-colored sprinkle. Rob is being a contrarian to <laughs> yeah. not having boogers in your nose. Sid, Thank can you, you do me a favor? Can you stop talking about Go my boogers on the up, podcast? Go clean yourself up already. Can you stop talking about my boogers? Can you stop talking about my boogers? <laughs> no, you got it. You're good. We need you're a good. production note with, with booger hand signals. Like <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A booger cue card. Booger hand signals was actually Rob's nickname in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> Well, oh, I was good. I was you great with those. You got the booger hand signals merit badge. It's great. It was I invented the, the booger hand signals merit badge. I'll tell was you it what. a dry or a wet booger? It was a dry, dry Today booger. was dry. <laughs> Last week was wet. Lick it. No. Am I looking gone. at the right page here? Predestined? Is that the... Uh... Yep, that's the one. Yep. Uh, I, see, I, I see one of these... The one. You got it. I see one of these songs is called Libertarian Manifesto. Does that have anything to do with your politics? Yeah, this is basically, you know, you don't want government mm-hmm. being but, a nanny state. I thought you were going to say we don't want government. That would be anarchy. Exactly. <laughs> so I no see... No nanny the, state. Uh-huh. No, no, oh, I'm just being contrarian again. I'm sorry. It's That's okay. fine. It's fine. So you are. It's all right. <laughs> you, guys, uh, you guys describe yourselves as progressive avant-garde death metal, which Correct. Are, are great buzzwords for me. Uh, I don't know how Sid and Darren will feel about him. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll we'll find out. Is there a song you'd like for us to play? I, I, I want to hear, hear the Libertarian yeah. Manifesto. It's, I yeah. think I just think it's interesting that he's musically progressive, but not politically progressive. <laughs> very, that's a very contrarian way to be about yourself. So I See, appreciate that. There's always got to be the uh, yin and yang. We always gotta, there's always got to be an argument going on. I have a question. Uh, would you bang Anne Rand <laughs> if she were alive? <laughs> Who? Ann Rand. You're a libertarian. You don't know who Ann Rand is? Yeah, no, no, sorry. The, the phone whamped out. I didn't hear okay. what you said. Nah. Wouldn't bang her? Nah. Probably not. You like have to go, no. But you would not prevent anyone else from banging her. Right. Yeah. As long <laughs> as they're of age. 
<laughs> yes. All right. I'll, I will leave it at that. <laughs> so, Anne Rand, no. Anne Rand, trash it. Anyone else? Thrash. Yes. <laughs> Opportunity to fuck Anne Rand, trash it. Trash it. All right, let's hear this libertarian manifest. More cowboy. Sounds like a Sega Genesis uh, shoot 'em up game. <laughs> I'm into it. Thanks, yeah. no, Sid's thoughts. He hasn't moved. Sid has the unimpressed emoji face on. Sid is foaming from the mouth. He hates no, it so that, much. That's not true. <laughs> Oh, here we yeah. go. A little, little Yaz Fusion. This is the progressive Wait, part. has got up and left the room. <laughs> I was going to say, this is He's the second... He's putting his uh, shoes on. He's leaving. Sid took the ball. The podcast isn't over. <laughs> this is the second consecutive song we've heard on the show that morphed into Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, really? This is Carnival. Oh, we didn't go over the music break. You can include this. Oh. Your, uh, your rap. I'm digging this. Yeah. This is very uh, uh, schizo. It's got... Reminds me of Crotch Dust right away, going into yeah. different genres. Can I start since... Yeah, I so start, so, start up. I want to sit um, So Jim tweeted at me um, that I should support NYDM and listen to his band Contrarian. Rochester barely so, counts as NY. So, of course, as, um, as a staunch supporter of NYDM, although I haven't gone to any NYDM concerts in a little bit, I clicked the link and I thought it was great. Because it's very like reminiscent of like death and Voivod and dying fetus, and it's like it doesn't sound like any of those bands in particular, but it's a good it blend. A of, lot like death to me, but yeah, but it it, it doesn't music. just right like the the guitar tones are very much like death, mm-hmm. but it definitely holds its own um, identity. So so you I would? thrash it, and that All is right. my review. Okay. Now we need to hear what Sid thinks. Uh, sir, what do you do in the band? Jim. Jim, are you there? Jimbo. I play guitar. Okay, well, that's good, because that's the one thing I actually liked about the band. The guitar sounded very good, but I... Um, you know who's playing drums on that, right? Lars Ulrich. A machine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's George Colias from Nile. Oh. I was going to oh, say, it's how'd you get that guy to drum on your album? Are you, like, his neighbor or something? <laughs> Jeez! Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Did you have to sleep with him? No, it's a long, it's a long story. But uh, you know, they were in Rochester, New York, for a uh, concert, and it was like a super blizzard night, like tonight. Mm-hmm. And you know, it wasn't that busy, so I sat down with him and sending back and forth some MP3s. So it's sort of like that movie too. Misery, right? That really that death cynic sound. He's very into that. <laughs> so and uh, and the basses where you heard the little bass solo, the fusiony stuff. He's the upright. Uh-huh. Basis for the Kansas City Philharmonic Orchestra huh. and the Sarasota uh, Operatic Orchestra. So everyone in the uh, band's a professional, except for me. I'm the only slacker. So Whenever ca- I nice. think of orchestral music, I think of Kansas City and Sarasota. So that <laughs> yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, this but is I- the Rockford, Illinois Philharmonic. 
Um, but th- th- unless vocals like that are done as a complete joke, I just can't get into it Agreed. when it's like earnestly done. It just completely takes me out of it. And the whole jazz fusion thing, I can't stand. So I'm going to have to trash it, though it's very well executed. It's just not at all my thing. I apologize. I hear you. So your part in it was my favorite part, I will say. Kathy Bates, uh, when you had this... Um, the guy from Nile and the and the other guy, did you compensate them for their uh, session work on this project? Just the studio time, the payment oh. for the studio. You know, like a lot of people that are into this, you know, techie type stuff, it's pretty fanatical. You post something and it gets from California to like Moscow in two seconds. You know, everyone that's into like Death, Cynic, uh, you know, the Montreal tech metal bands like Beyond Creation and... Covatus and all that, like, you know, dying fetus. So it's a small but dedicated, dedicated group of people. So, and, you know, it's, it's you know, so you didn't pay George anything? Fine, delicate stuff. But so what you're saying basically that? is uh, you uh, usurped the pro- proletariat's uh, work <laughs> and uh, didn't compensate uh, them. So you're basically in favor of people giving services for free. It's manifest. Sounds like socialism. Sounds like socialism a lot, yes. Sounds a lot like socialism. To benefit the greater good. They're, nah, I want to go that far for the bourgeoisie. Individual will that you know that desired it, not the uh, not the collective. So you're saying because <laughs> you didn't force him to do it for free, it's right. not socialism. He willingly exactly. did it for free. Exactly. So your, your argument fails. Okay. Epic fail. Oh, 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 he trashes socialism. <laughs> well, I would I would look at it more as a less as an argument and more of a joke, which you didn't get. But you're a libertarian, oh, so. Ah, it's kinda, ah, for the course. Ooh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> now I will fairly judge your uh, music. Jim, what do you think of the show Broad City? Jim? Broad City. You a fan of Broad City? Television show. The new television. Your opinion, please. <laughs> television show Comedy Central? Have you seen it? Broad City. Have you that seen it? That. Oh, you haven't heard of it. That's okay. the correct answer. <laughs> All right. So, Darren. Something you guys agree on. <laughs> So Darren, well, no, I wish I could agree in having not seen it. So I, that can't be undone. What do you think of the song, Darren? Uh, I will agree with Sid. The guitar work is very good, uh, the, and I will also agree with Sid that the growling uh, vocals are awful and ruins any good thing about the music. But that's not something specific to this band. That's just yeah. something I hate about music in general. Uh, and I definitely hear a very high level uh, of musicianship in this work however it is arranged in a way that is poisonous to my ears and amelodic i hate it uh but i do respect i respect the work that went into it if you can take that away from what i'm saying it's certainly not a personal insult to you it may be more a case of uh, just us having different musical tastes because i definitely hear very very hard work and good work that went into this but I can't stand that type of music. So what I will do is give you a very mild thrash for the work you did here, even though it's not my cup of tea. Nice. Thank you. All right. Well, well, no, we still have Rob to one more. I think I heard a female voice screaming in the background. Is that like your girlfriend or something? Because dinner's ready? Or (laughs) are we holding you up? What's going on? No, it's a packed house here, so you know people are running around all over the place. So, what do you live in a squat? Did you say crack house? Mm, packed house. Oh, packed. Not house. exactly. <laughs> uh, so I really liked it. Uh, t- to be a contrarian to Thank what you. Sid is saying, uh, I <laughs> definitely see what 
What Dar- like Darren and Sid aren't uh, uh, you know metalheads? I would say. Well, Darren no, looks Darren old school is metal. A huge I like old school. Uh, but like Darren uh, and Sid have have an aversion to the growly vocals. Yes. And uh, yeah, ultimately, you like I, that or you don't. You know. That's yeah. How it is. Exactly. exactly. And I I don't mind it. With that said, though, I feel like the vocalist could do a little more enunciating, even even mm-hmm. in the style he was doing. Uh, but I dig the music. The drums sound fantastic. I didn't even know that that was George, but it, they sound great. And, and I dig the Yaz Fusion. So mm. I, I'm about it. I would cool. listen to this. I will say one other thing about the vocals. It's not just, I mean, one big thing that turns me off about growling is the growling itself. But I think the other thing it detracts from music is that I've, I'm a big believer in lyrics elevating a song. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like you can take a, a good song sonically and make it so much better with good lyrics. Like, you know, pick any, like, old-time Megadeth song. And there's so many catchy, like, things that he says or, like, you know, sweating bullets. I mean, that's just full of hilarious, like, Dave Mustaine-isms that you wouldn't get if you just listen to it and you just can't understand what yep. the fuck he's saying. So I feel like lyrics are a bit... Now, of course, there's instrumental music that's really good. I'm not putting that down. But if you're going to have well, that's lyrics... A with tech, that's a problem with tech death metal is that the music is so intricate, it's almost mm-hmm. impossible to put clean vocals over it. I mean, mm-hmm. the only band that's done it successfully in the past decade is Spiral Architect out of Sweden. But it's like, you know, to find a, uh, a clean vocalist to be able to put vocals over techie music like this is so impossible. Now, well, even... Like even zero, 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 one of the population... Even with screaming, though, I feel it can be done right. Like, uh, as one of your influences, Death. Darren, you dig Death, right? I like Death. But I like I, I like certain... Like, Death, to me, is very hit and miss. Like, there are certain times when they venture farther out into stuff like this, what we just listened to, mm-hmm. when it's very avant-garde, and there are other songs that sound more thrashy, you know, that mm-hmm. I like better. But, I yeah, that, I, know, I do you like take that. the individual thought pattern CD... That was very much like this, very jazz, fusion-y, very techy vocals. And then you found Czech later in his life, you know, he had to simplify the music to more power metal to incorporate the vocals he loved as well. But how about, like, another band I would give as, as an example that I like despite the fact that it's growly and it's Lamb of God? Because you right. can understand what the fuck he's saying. He's enunciating, exactly. Yes, he's enunciating the words mm-hmm. in the song. Even some, like, Pantera is just screaming and... Like sort of has that scratchy quality to it, but you understand every lyric that he's saying without having a lyric sheet next to you. Joe Beningo in the chat says this guy sounds yeah, it's exactly. A fine line, you know what I mean? If it just depends how how uh, complex the the piece is uh, compositionally too, not only like how technical it is to play. Yeah. You know, if there's and that's what the band's all about is the transitions, the mood changes, and the transitions of the music. Yeah. And what did uh, Joe Beningo like say? That. Yeah. So Joe Beningo was saying that uh, uh, you remind him of Comic Book Guy. I think he gave you a little knock there. Is he a uh, an, uh, a libertarian as well? Uh, comic book guy or Joe Beningo? No, both. <laughs> well, I meant comic book guy. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let let let's let you go. Thank you for calling in you and came letting close, us. But I yeah. hey, you check over. out the video when you get a chance too. Uh, for, for the uh, libertarian, uh, uh, correct? Yeah, go on YouTube manifesto. and just type it, it in. It'll pop right up. Is Was it, it a, filmed yep. at a Tea Party rally? No, <laughs> <laughs> far from. Well, we know Republicans are uh, libertarians are just Republicans who like to smoke weed. Yeah, and Republicans who have Rush <laughs> CDs in their collection. 
And pro right, pro choice. Who, wait, pro want, choice Republicans. I do have one right? more question for him. What? Uh, who'd you vote for in the last four presidential elections? <laughs> oh my God. And what's uh, your social security number? I don't vote. I don't know how how old you are. It's a waste of time, buddy. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Voting thanks. is a waste of time, and but, when you see actors and celebrities doing these commercials telling you to vote, tell them to go screw themselves. Don't vote. Be a contrarian. They, they, don't lot, they don't You're hear you. They don't hear you when you talk to a commercial. <laughs> You could oh. you, you could say it to the commercial all you he, want. George Clooney yes. is not going to respond. He doesn't. Uh, he hasn't quite figured out how. He's too contrarian to know how TV works. It's one one direction. I can't tell when it's going or it's not on the mm-hmm. phone. Fair enough. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. All right, brother. Thanks, guys. Ta-ta. Thanks, no. Uh, thanks, no. Thanks, no. I thought he, I thought he'd say hello when he hung up because he's a contrarian. Yeah. <laughs> That was contrarian. I doubt I'll further check them out. If you want to call in and let us judge your band on Thrash It or Trash It. 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 No, no, say it sexily. Thrash, thrash it or trash it. Thrash It or Trash It. All you got to do, give us a call. 646-929-929. One three five seven. Uh, let's get the French Prince of Belarus's suggestion uh, from the Swastika EP by Forced Abortion. Okay, what? (laughs) Oh, that jazzy number. I'm already in favor of this. Uh, So the band is Forced Abortion, and the song is Michael Keane has a face. Oh my God! Because Michael, Michael Keane or Michael Keane? Keane. Keane. Because Michael Keane is the guitarist oh. of the Faceless. Oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah. So let's hear. It's a one minute and thirty six seconds. Oh. Oh, this is not what I expected at all. Yes, I thought this would be a Sean band. Pretty long intro for a ninety second song. Maybe it's just a song. Okay, now it's a Sean song. Well, at least you, the problem you had with the vocals in the last song, you don't really have yes, this song. Problem Do we is- have any other song titles? Can we let this play out? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to hear some other song titles. Maybe this is another vocal. This is reminiscent of the Guns N' Roses uh, track, Get in the Ring, where something started to Antagonize me, motherfucker. Antagonize me. It's a diss track. So we don't have any other song titles? Well, I was waiting for the song to end. You could say it over the... We don't need to hear the songs about that. There's that. All right. Other song titles are Insane Clown Pussy, Gear Escapades 4, The Broken Condom, Alabama, Inverted Limb Buried Beneath a Pile of Paralyzed Horses. Wow. What's Alabama about? <laughs> it's just random. Let's see. Ah, Alabama! 
Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! Alabama! I wish you played this song first. It's so much better than the last one. This is an acapella, this song. It's not There's two more minutes in the song. I get the idea. Skip ahead. Skip ahead a minute. See if the drums kick in at some point. I don't hear if there's a breakdown, but still, I feel this is a minute in. I didn't even, I didn't even notice that you went ahead. <laughs> it's that well produced. <laughs> well. Okay, let's go around the room. Who's first? Well, I went first, so Rob. I'll go first. I absolutely thrash it. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> I love it. And I want to subscribe to their journal. Or a periodical or whatever they put what, out. What I will say is uh, it's clear that they're not taking this very seriously, <laughs> which in my opinion is a plus. Uh, and what's great is they have a lot of splits. They have a forced abortion uh, and Keefe encrusted Hitler dick split. Oh. Any, uh, is there any forced abortion and Lou Reed split? There's no. There's forced abortion and Gorgie split, which is the F-A-G split. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then there's a, a, a EP called What We Think of Gent, and it's a shot of a man's crotch with hair on his balls that spell out a P, so it's kind of like the periphery logo oh. on somebody's oh, crotch. Oh, I get it, because they don't like periphery. Yeah, that's my one small criticism of this band. I feel like t- they could be a good... Like kind of humorous band. If they had the lyrics were, the lyrics are like in the right vein, but it's got to be funnier. Like they're picking topics that no one cares about. Like no one gives a fuck about the faceless or right. You know, exactly. Like that's, There's one song it's called too "It's Easy." It's Holocaust time. I, lo- I love like- what they're doing. <laughs> Sorry. I love the whole like. Like uh, motif of what they're doing here, mm-hmm. I just feel like it needs to be. They need better material. Can I say it that way? They need yeah. like something funnier to be. The spirit shouting. is there. The spirit is there. I enjoy it. I thrash it. Um, I'm gonna take the trash side of Darren's uh-huh. case. I think I like the spirit, but the jokes are not funny. Basically, what this is is the metal sucks comment section <laughs> to music. <laughs> That's a very yeah. way, good way to put Which, it. Which. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just, it wasn't funny. And even when we searched, like, which we are not supposed to do in this segment, we're supposed to listen to one minute or one song and yes. just decide based on that. Yes. But we did search for other contexts with other song titles and other songs. Uh, Still didn't make me laugh. Hmm. So I'm going to have to trash it. Though I appreciate the effort. At least. Sorry. I thought you were done. I want to say also that I agree with you it wasn't funny. I don't yeah. disagree with that. But I think this... Some something there that can be made into spun into I gold. I feel like if we played Alabama, all of us would have thrashed that. But yeah, Michael like Keaton if it, has a face. I was going to say, so if, if you would have started with Alabama, like at first my initial reaction was this is more uncomfortable than pulling like a, a hair out of my butt or something, <laughs> right? And Did then, you do that before you took the picture that you asked about a couple uh, weeks ago? Did you pull hairs out of your butt? This is what Noah was saying when she was no, pulling but, hairs out. Right. But 
Well, now because my hair has gotten so long that it's like a really long like ordeal. So like if I'm really pulling one Your out of butt my hair? butt, yeah, no, my head hair. Whenever it gets caught in my butt. Like Why after does I your head hair get caught in your butt? Because after I take like a shower, like in your crack or up your asshole? No, no, in my crack, like oh. when it, like or like in my underwear. We thought you had a full. We thought you had like a magnet in there or something. Something. No, but you never had to pull a hair out of your butt. No. Uh, there's like, oh, hair that's oh, no, there. But I've accidentally uh, ripped a hair out of my butt, like when wiping. Oh, my I'm butt. sorry. I didn't mean butt hair. I meant like the head on my hair gets caught, and then it's sure. like pulling it out is very uncomfortable. Okay. Sorry, God, Darren, you look like I offended you so much. <laughs> Not at all. I'm I listening talk to about the song. My butt anymore. Jeez. Fine. <laughs> anyway, so then when I heard Alabama, I liked it. But then I like when you read that whole periphery thing, I just felt like you have to dislike that too, no matter what. Well, like you said, their jokes are too easy. Um, that song that we were listening to, I thought of Green Jelly. Yeah, so it's, like, that's exactly it's already it. been done. Yeah. So. Go fuck yourself. I trash oh, it. <laughs> wow. Can't mess with the family. All right. <laughs> so there we go. Can I just say something? When you were reading that description of the ball hair and all that, you said the word periphery, but I heard trivium in my head for some reason. Hmm. And the whole time I was thinking, oh, they're making fun of trivium. And then you just said that and I realized, wait a minute. He said periphery. I had a total brain fart. Mm-hmm. So that was just an emotional response. You don't like that they made fun of your boyfriend's band. Well, it's not just my boyfriend's band. Also, Michael a band Keen, you like a lot. Michael Keane has a face. I don't really listen to the Faceless, or and I I don't think I like Michael Keane either. But um, it's just it's too easy. Like okay, yes. fine. It's like cancer sucks. Well, yeah, to be fair, I'm assuming these are not these are young kids. So it's like they're just doing. Okay, whatever. they're like twelve. All right, but do do that. What you're doing is a good. You write better jokes. That's it's my like, only criticism. Yeah, write better jokes. All right, there we go. And uh, that's that concludes another arousing edition of Tra- Thrash. Really? Well, oh, that segment. We're still doing it. I meant. Okay. Well, the edition uh, is the whole thing. Right. You're right. You're right. Oh wait, didn't we have some voicemails we had to play? Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, let's do one more song. Again, if you want to call in and let us judge your band, 646-929-1357. Thrash it or trash it. Thrash it or trash it. No, no. Rest in peace, Alan. Thrash it or trash it. We got time for one more band. Who should we thrash? Who should we trash? Let's do one from Josh from Wales. Hey. He uh, he gave us a little uh, bleed the pigs. By the way, Josh, since you've already won, thrash or trash it. <laughs> if eligible. we all if we all thrash this, you are not getting another prize. So. Well, oh. I just want to say Why? that Josh from Wales is always like he, he's such like a team player. Like if we ever post a question or we need a thrash it or trash it band, he's always like the first one with his you know hand up. And ready to to answer or to help. He's a great listener. So yep. thank you. And more of you should be like him. Oh, no, no, no. relax. <laughs> no, why can't we say something nice about a guy without... Like, yeah, why can't we just thrash someone without trashing someone else? <laughs> because I'm... 
That's a very Jewish Fine. way to be, Noah. Stop being so yeah. negative, Noah. Stop being such a contrarian. That, that was, was the last one. <laughs> that was the last one. Is Libertarian Contrarian going to be the episode title? Oh, God. No. no. Rob's hats. Yeah. No, we've already got two contenders. I've got them written down. Oh, good. All right. Well, so uh, Josh sends us something from Bleed Can the I Pigs. <laughs> and uh, here is a track called Overcompensations for Misery EP. Okay. The track is an EP? Oh, the track is Black Hole. I thought that was just the track. Robin, EP is like a collection. I don't know. It's an extended play. I got All it. All right. Just check. <laughs> This sounds like um, Kair Dulea in 2001 going into the uh, black hole (laughs) in the monolith. My God. This sounds like what a toilet flush would sound like in a futuristic bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Like a weird, like, hollow echo kind of thing. Wait, would the farts sound different, too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here, I'll put reverb on the farts. Ready? That sounded the same. We need more reverb. (laughs) 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 Rob can't breathe. Rob might be dying right now. (laughs) <laughs> Is this the whole fucking song? I just realized, Noah, by the way, you, what you did to Josh is like what teachers do in class. <laughs> yeah. Now, now all of our other listeners hate Josh. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably what happened to Dave Mustaine. Oh, my God. Who knew that you could make farts exponentially funnier by just adding reverb and imagining that they're happening in the future? Yeah. <laughs> just Thanks in a large, <laughs> sterile hallway. That was also Rob's nickname in high school. That's <laughs> 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 another choice for episode time. Long futuristic hall. Long sterile hall. Long sterile hallway. <laughs> so the song. Is this Josh's band? That's Misery Ritual, remember? I heard Misery in the title of this. Yeah. I might have zoned out. Alright. Okay, I think it's been more than... That was actually two songs. Oh, really? So that The, the first track, the, the the hallway thing, was a track. Okay. And then this was the second track. Alright. So I guess that was... That was the Which is track. the one Josh recommended to us, though? Black Hole. The, the, the instrumental. First one? The, yeah. Oh, so well, we, he actually linked to the whole EP, so... We could have just picked any other song, but I'm I'll glad we started that, with that one. I'll pretend that whole thing 
was one song. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So uh, you started off. Uh, it's first of all, it sounds like it was recorded inside of a tin can. I'll say that it sounds like it's in mono. sterile tin yeah. can. Um, <laughs> a long, <laughs> hollow hallway made of tin. And, uh, it's repetitive. I like the beginning part. Sounds like a little Mastodon-y somehow. Uh, but then it didn't go to a good place. Now, the vocals are the worst of all the vocals we've heard in this segment so far. Uh, it wasn't much. I liked, I actually kind of liked that ambient thing in the beginning more than the actual yeah. song. But oh, well. There's not much to like here. I, I think it's pretty shitty. Sorry, Josh. I will trash it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it on. Leave it's it fine, on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it wasn't my thing either, really. I mean, if you told me that was like an early, early Emperor demo or something, I might have believed you and been mm-hmm. like, all right, in that context, I guess it's okay. But n- not really my my sound either. I think I liked it more than the other two we've listened to, mm-hmm. but not enough to thrash it. So I'll give that like a 43%. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Wait, my Josh, turn. Josh mentions that they're a oh, DIY band, so shitty production is implied. Where from? Where are they from, Josh? Let us know. All right, so Noah, what do you um, think? First of all, I want to say that um, I didn't mean to sound like a teacher. Huh? I didn't mean anything bad by it. I'm just really high, and it's just like one of those things where I'm just like, wow, that was so nice of him. Uh. So I'm just trying to... Um, Listen, redeem people, myself. People oh, they're from, they're from Nashville, Tennessee. No, what? People, no, people love us. Get used to it already. And there's a female vocalist, <laughs> I believe. There was um, a female vocalist. Oh boy, was yeah. it Bruce Jenner? F- yeah, for all the laughter and the fact that and she's like African American. Like I couldn't, I couldn't sw- uh, swallow the chewed up piece of donut for uh-huh. so long that it turned into sugar because I was just laughing with my mouth open. Mm. That was because of the farts, though. Don't, don't credit the that song. That was the hardest I've laughed. It gave us that, so I right. thrash it. All right. That's a reverb thing. Uh, this is the type of band where I feel like you almost, like the recorded versions of the songs probably don't get across the uh like the point of the song like the, the immediacy of the band like i feel like just looking from their photos they're probably really fun to see live could and that have actually, something to do with the horrible recording though well yeah they're i mean they're a small band they're playing they're actually playing in uh in brooklyn at the acheron oh. on march 3rd you so going to that i might i just might now just we because might. of josh's maybe, recommendation maybe you and i will go and Sid, will you come? Uh, let me see when March 3rd is. But probably the answer is no. But I'll drive. Just... I like how you know I'm not going so much you don't even ask me. <laughs> <laughs> March 3rd well, is I assumed... a Tuesday. Wait, hold on. I feel uh, like I need to explain myself. <laughs> no, you don't. Again, this is me being high, thinking, yeah, Sid might want to come because like, I'll drive and he's my neighbor, so he, okay. it, it doesn't require much effort. Okay. Like I didn't think you would want to come all the way to Well, you're right. <laughs> Okay. That's what I just said. Okay. Probably not though, because Tuesday there's a lot of TV. But you have a TVR. <laughs> yeah, but there's it's other days are He'd also rather be TV. watching. I don't want to fall behind. What he's saying. There's New Girl. There's Mindy Project. Marry Me. Kroll Show. Justified. There's a lot. And on you TV. don't understand. Sid takes his DVR very seriously. If she knows. She's if coming. There's over something to the on the DVR. Now. Sid is not happy. 
Wait, so what's the point shit. of having a DVR? So you can watch it as soon as you have as a free soon, second. As soon as possible. You got to oh. clear it. You don't want to run out Can't of space. Can't have a backlog. You don't want to run out of space. Can't have a backlog. Are, you the, are you the only person has a lot who, of backlog. who like, has like all his emails Flushed open like on, your, like on your iPhone app? Like It doesn't have any red for unopened emails? Not only that, True. he will yeah. he will empty I out his that. inbox. You, you're, yeah. you're you're an inbox zero. I also I get almost no emails, so it does, it's not like I have that much to deal with. But no, I get an email, I look at it, and when I'm done with it, I delete it. I never do that. But well, what if uh, you have to go back for like record or Gmail something? saves your email. I do for like, a few months, and if I if it's longer than that, whatever. I I, I do open everything that is relevant and delete things that I I'm not going to read. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't have anything unopened in my box ever. Uh, the only things I keep unread are things I still need to get to that I haven't yes. addressed. That's what I. That's how I keep it. Seconds. Shut up, Hula. <laughs> Shut up, yeah, Hula. Jeez. Hmm. Angry. All right. Well, let's get to the question of the week. What about the oh, voicemails first? Wait. Well, yeah. Wait, Rob. Oh. So, do you thrash or trash it? Oh, I'm sorry. Say? Yeah, I, I we we got off on a tangent. I will th- I will thrash this because I feel it sounds fun. It sounds like it, it would be a fun band to watch live. <laughs> Uh, but the recording really doesn't do much for me. I agree with that sort of feedback. But they sound like a fun band. And again, literal feedback. That that fun, like I've never laughed so hard. Though it had nothing to do with the actual band. It had to do with sound effects Darren was playing. But it's true. Right. But it had to do with how the but band But if the band, yeah, if like we never heard that, it would have never inspired yeah. Darren and to I, ask Noah for a little reverb. Yeah, it's true. Right. Can we have one more fart in reverb really quick before we move on? Uh, to our uh, to our uh, question of the week, let's, let's hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying. That's a fart. It's like a nuclear fart. That's this like... makes me want to go into like a, like an empty auditorium and just like stand right in the middle and just like let it rip. <laughs> it seems like such a relief to get it out. Yeah. Oh. How about you burps? Know. What do they sound like? <laughs> I hear a few burps. It's not as funny as the fart. <laughs> oh, one thing I always keep forgetting to play, which I'll do right now. And we have voicemails. Yeah. Before we get to that, though, you know, we had Anthony from 10 Second Songs yeah. uh, call oh, in, yeah. and he said he was going to do like a typo negative drop for us, and he did it. And uh, oh. he wanted me to mention that if if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I want a custom song. You can you can hire Anthony to make one for you at the song for dot me. That's his website. Uh-huh. The song for me. The song for F-O-R dot or me. Or number four. F O R. Okay. And so here is his, him doing Peter Steele, uh, uh, letting people know about the live cast. When the night falls and the echoes begin, the nine hours of the metal injection life cast. Wow. It's the best typo negatives ever sounded to me. <laughs> uh, all right. So thank you, Anthony. And let's get to our voicemail. So when we asked our question of the week, Sid, what was the question of the week? What is the closest you've ever come to dying? Uh, we got a lot of voicemails from a lot of people from our past. Mm-hmm. None of whom answered the question. Well, only one of whom answered the question, but... 
The voicemails were were so good that I want to play a few of them right now. <laughs> and thankfully, all of these people uh, introduced themselves. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, just play the voicemail. All right. Jeez, Noah. <laughs> Here's one from Carol. Remember Carol? Oh, I thought they introduced themselves. Right? Oh, sorry. hey guys, this is the uh, racist lady from one of the Carolinas. Uh, Carol, I think my name is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just want to let you know, um, not really racist anymore. So I'd love to be back on the show um, if you could. Yeah, but um, but Ying, Yingling Malmsteen is still a butt. <laughs> but that was the only reason she was on the show is because she was racist. All right, let's, let's hear another one. Carol minus racism. Hey, Rob, it's Blake from Pig Destroyer. I want to leave you a voicemail. Just see if you ever thought of changing your site from metal injection to hot metal beef injection. Oh. That is all. Wow, it's weird how Carol sounds a lot like Blake from uh, Pig Destroyer. <laughs> but uh, Blake, no, I, I haven't considered that. But now that you mention it, Blake, uh, maybe I will. Yingling Malmsteen is a butt. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear some more. Hey, Snap. It's Crackle. You're never going to believe it. Pop is dead. Looks like we're going to have to get one of the Keebler elves to replace him. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. How high is he? That was oh, he, yeah. he was doing a desserts and cereals podcast call there. He just got mixed <laughs> oh, up. Yeah, the cereal oh, injection. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, he was listening to the cereal podcast? Yeah, that's right. I heard yeah. a lot about oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there's another one. Hey guys, it's uh, Steve Harvey. My publicist just brought to my attention that you guys have been making fun of me for the past, I don't know, <laughs> one to two, maybe three years. And, um, you know, that's cool. I got a good sense of humor and all. But I'd like to come on and promote my new book called Get Your Ass in This Water. <laughs> he has a, I want to say, he has a very wide range of impressions that he can do. Yeah. He's yeah. very good. Wide range? That was Steve Harvey. What that was the real about? Steve Harvey. I thought I was hearing Steve Harvey. <laughs> He's then, Frank Caliendo level, <laughs> which says more about Frank Caliendo than about Blake, but either way. Roar! This is the lion. <laughs> That's reaching deep into the past. Wow. Roar! <laughs> Roar! There we go. This is the lion. <laughs> Roar! <laughs> this is the lion. Wow. He nailed it. <laughs> hey, guys. It's your uh, baby boy, Bangs, here. <laughs> Coming to do some shows in the U.S. Wow, and just want to let you know, if you guys have the time, I want to take you to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> your boy, Bangs. He said your baby boy, Bangs. <laughs> I think he does say that. Hey, guys, it's your uh, baby boy Bangs here. <laughs> Can we put some of these as bumpers for music breaks? I think oh these are God, fantastic. Oh, my God, absolutely. By the way, baby boy Bangs was Rob's nickname in preschool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's very popular. At least he was like a baby boy banging other baby boys. <laughs> Why you kill baby boy Bangs? <laughs> Five years old, baby. <laughs> Baby Boy Bangs is Ian Watkins' porno company. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, uh, yeah. Here's one more. Hey, guys. This is uh, Shlomo. I just uh, want to let you guys know I got my hearing fixed. And uh, I'd really appreciate it if you guys could stop making fun of me 
and Jews and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cool, thanks. It's amazing. He, now his voice sounds normal all of a sudden because wow. of the hearing well, thing. Well, I wouldn't say normal necessarily. Closer to normal. Yeah. Shlomo sure. probably fell down and fixed himself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good times. Good times. <sighs> Did we have any other voicemails? Uh, well, those were all from Blake, but then we got an actual serious uh, answer to uh, our question, which said, what was it again? What's the closest you've ever come to dying? It was from Hugh Al. And, uh, and Hugh Al. Huge Al. Hi, everyone. This is Hugh from Detroit. And to answer last week's question, the closest thing I ever come to dying was probably 10 years ago when I was still in Iraq. Uh, I was just going back from my work at the NDI wearing my first ever metal shirt, which was by Metallica, of course, a bootleg one. And uh, the thing is, uh, our house used to be on the same street as a hospital. And there was, at that day, there was a checkpoint with military and policemen, and nobody could, you know, pass through it unless, you know, that you talk to, make sure, you know, you're from the area, you know. So uh, I had to stop the car, and, you know, they start searching me, asking me, like, just to make sure where I live. And just when I entered, just, you know, and then I continued walking towards the house, and just when I entered, I, I heard a, a really loud, you know, noise and... Uh, the house started shaking. All I could see was like white dust from paintings, and I can understand, you know, what just happened. It was just crazy and scary. But uh, you know, I'm glad like nobody got hurt from my family. But the car bomb apparently, we found out later, like a car bomb hit the checkpoint just literally like two minutes after I left, and. Uh, I think it's like seven military guys died that day and a child, a neighbor's child. Bomber. Jesus ah. Christ. Wow. Where's the American sniper that day, huh? Yeah. Mm. Couldn't save everyone, I guess. Is that certainly a, a lot News closer then. to yeah. death than any of our stories? Yeah. I, would say. I didn't like. For, I couldn't really think of a story. The only story that I could think of was the one that we already told on the live cast when we got pulled over by the cops and then like we got lost on the mountain. That's what I was thinking when we almost got stranded on a mountain overnight. But yeah. that's like such a first world problem. You fell off yeah. a bicycle that well, one time and scraped yourself. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was close be. to dying. But it wasn't Maybe. like it wasn't just that we got lost. It was. When we started to climb down, I was holding Bruno, and we were literally like on the edge of a cl- of the cliff. And Frank's like, "No, no, it's fine. We'll just climb down. We'll just climb down." And here I am holding Bruno on like the edge of the the mountain. And Frank was like, "Keep going, keep going." I'm like, "No, Frank, I am not going to keep going because if I keep going, I'm going to fall." So and it Jesus. ended up that we were actually going. The trail that we were on was the hard trail, and we were going the opposite way of the trail. So that's something for people. That was a, a thing for people to climb up. Yeah. With not, equipment, not with just equipment, with their not, hands and yeah. feet. But so then we were straight on and then we called like a rescue guy and some people came and rescued us. Yeah, but that that's about it. What they used to rescue you, a helicopter? No, they were just walking around and we had to be like, hey, <laughs> we're like, over hey, here. Come over here. Hold no, hands with your buddy. It was a guy with a pickup truck, remember? But the pickup truck, he couldn't drive onto the trail. Yeah, we yeah. Had to, he had to find us. Right, and we had to make lights. our way down. Yeah, because it was getting too dark. We got so lost, 
We never brought any equipment because this was supposed to be a daytime trip. Yeah, and also because we got pulled over, it kind of yeah. set us back a little. So the uh, the moral of the story is instead of going hiking, just smoke weed at home, folks. Yeah, yeah just stay in your living room. Watch TV. <laughs> Sid, how, how about you? What was the closest you came? Well, the reason this came to mind was because last, last Saturday, I uh, hung out with our friend Lonnie, who will actually be on the show next week. And he was practicing highway driving, and he wanted somebody to like ride along. And he kept telling me that I was taking my life in my own hands. And one time, he actually did swerve and almost like swerve into the wrong lane while yeah. we were on the highway. But the time that I almost died was it was probably I'd say fifteen years ago. Maybe we were going me, Lonnie, Lonnie's then girlfriend, now wife, and this girl that we went to college with were going to the Warp Tour. It's pouring rain. We get to the Warp Tour, and it's rained out it's been postponed so we're driving back and it was in randall's island so you have to go across a bridge so i'm mad that i drove all this way and because i had like backstage passes that year for whatever reason so i and i'm mad and i'm driving fast back and there's like this sharp turn on the bridge and i was driving way too fast and didn't realize in time that you know hey this is a sharp turn you should on a bridge slow down and I did like two, I, I guess a 720 <laughs> in the middle of two wow. directions of traffic in the pouring rain, <laughs> came like inches from crashing into a medium, came, median, came inches from crashing into oncoming traffic. Oh. But luckily we just spin out a bunch of times and the car stops right like blocking every lane, like completely <laughs> in the middle. And like you could see, like every other car was like th- through the window. You could see them like cursing us, and just like and I was just like, <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, oh my god, I almost killed these three, me myself, or these three people in this car. But let me try to play it off like that was cool, so they aren't as mad at me. Yeah, you were doing donuts. so. I was just like, whoa, that was awesome, right, guys? And then I just write the car, and we drive off, and and, and then everyone's response was stone cold silence. Yeah, basically, yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> well, pretty much. They're still your friends, so yeah. Well, two of them, one only because she married Lonnie. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, she doesn't but, uh, like you. She likes me fine, but I don't know that she'd still want to be yeah. my friend if she wasn't Lonnie's wife. But yeah, so that was. The closest time oh. I came to literally dying. Jeez. Wow. And Darren, you you told your story before. I told it wanna... last week again, didn't I? About yeah, the, the Woodstock briefly... story. Yeah, you touched upon it, but. Yeah, I was almost killed by a tidal wave of people in uh, Woodstock 94 when Nine Inch Nails was playing. And slipped. And if I had slipped, and I slipped in the mud, if I had, didn't regain my footing, I probably would have been. Buried by about 300 people. By the way, tidal wave of people is Rob's nickname at his local bagel shop. <laughs> I, don't... I also got held one, up in minutes. Atlantic City once. I don't know. If <laughs> what? what? I told this on the air before, for sure. No, I don't remember. I got held up in Atlantic City by some guys that robbed me, and it's like six guys basically surrounded me. And uh, by the poker table? No, or no, like no, no, no. security it, by the poker. It table? was in uh, like a parking lot of a Seven Eleven. Oh God! <gasps> and basically, I didn't have any money in my in my wallet. Mm-hmm. I had like uh, like I had gone to the bank to put whatever I want away. Oh, nice! Which I always do, and I had like maybe sixty to a hundred dollars there. Like this is it. Psh, takes it out, throws it away, and then he's like, uh, you know, go to the bus station and leave. And my boys are gonna like be watching you. If you do anything, go to the cops. They're gonna shoot you and all that. So, Jesus wow. Christ! Like, I just want to go home. I ain't fucking with nobody. Wait, so like they didn't even take your money? Like it was so little. They took what little I had in oh, there okay. and gave my wallet back. 
Uh, Joe Beningo makes a good point. Uh, when I fell down the stairs and got my third ass. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> that was definitely, I never felt as helpless as accepting the fact that I was going to be falling down a, a flight of stairs. I was like, this is happening. That's it. There's no stopping this. Uh, but I will say it's getting better. Oh, you it's, still even have? now it's still yeah it's still process. a little popped out but I've been doing a lot of squats and uh, it's basically just turned into like fat that's, uh, that's on my butt so I just have to work it out enough that How the fat melts fat? just fat gathered are you in sure there. it's I don't not know. a cyst or something no oh my god yeah I went and got it checked out and they were like oh it's fine it'll naturally go away eventually okay you poop it um, out no. Oh, it just goes into his bloodstream. Yeah. And then he'll poop it out. <laughs> sure. I'll bleed it out. You don't poop out your bloodstream. He'll vape it out. Rob does. You don't know, Noah. <laughs> He's got you special pooping powers. <laughs> special pooping Speaking power. of pooping, that doesn't that bring us up to our question for next week? Yes. Oh, now that we're done with the question of this week, our question for next week is... Well, I should set it up with why yeah. it came yeah. up. Because yes. uh, we were talking off the air, and I told Sid that when I was a kid, one time on the school bus, we had this kind of um, like crossfire level debate about which bodily function we have. Well, you have peeing is number one and shitting is number two. Which should, one should be number three? Like, what's the next hierarchy out of that? So you have like cum and vomiting, I guess, sweating, mucus and snot. Mm-hmm. So everyone had a different like opinion about what what's the, what's number three? What do we say for number three? Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's the question. Yes. Right? Yeah. Call in, leave a voicemail. State your case. Yeah, that's that's the important <laughs> yeah. part. You Don't just say for it. Sh- like uh, vomit and then hang up because that yeah. doesn't lead to discussion. Yeah, what's your argument? And we'll be back next week with a brand new live cast addressing this and many other topics. I want to thank you for listening in. Thank you to everyone who called in Rob? and gave us a, a song to thrash or trash including Contrarian and uh, whoever uh, gave us forced abortion. Thank you so much for that. And of course, thanks to Josh. Thanks to you, Noah. Thanks to you, Sid. Thank you, Darren. Well, not I, so much thank you, Sid. What about the uh, song for me? Song for dot me? What was it? A song for Oh, yeah. Me? Anthony for uh, uh, this, the song. The song for dot me. F-O-R dot me. See you next week, everybody. I was going to ask which hat you're wearing home. Uh, a beanie because it covers my ears and that's that good night everybody